The award-winning California Sportsman is your source for the most current and accurate information on fishing California's lakes, streams, rivers, bays, and ocean. And we'll bring you the latest in hunting and outdoor opportunities, too. Designed for you, the California Sportsman. California Sportsman with Seth Hendrickson is brought to you by Fisherman's Warehouse Megastores in Sacramento, Manteca, and Fairfield. And sponsored in part by Gone Fish and Marine in Dixon, your heavy-gauge aluminum boat headquarters, Lawrence Electronics, and the California Department of Boating and Waterways. And now, to bring you the best in the outdoors, here's the host of California Sportsman, Seth Hendrickson. Hey, good morning, everybody, and welcome to California Sportsman. It's Saturday, June 6th. Time to grab that cup of coffee, get a grip on the wheel, just get ready to enjoy the action, excitement, and outdoor info right here on California Sportsman. Man, have we got a show for you today. Hey, you believe it or not, people are actually fishing out there now. It looks like that big, warm blanket that Mr. Newsom has had laying on us is coming off, and we can get out and do a little playing. We're going to kick it off first with James Smith aboard the California Dawn, except he's aboard his couch today, taking a well-deserved day off after a week of fishing. Jay Lopes will be live in San Francisco Bay. He'll be chasing halibut and stripers. Marilyn Kolb, it's too windy out of Bodega Bay, but they can go king salmon fishing up there now, and guys will be heading out today. Yvine Klein, the Congressional Sportsman's Foundation representative, will join us with some important info that you need to know about in the outdoors, and we'll have a good report from Alan Fong from Fisherman's Warehouse about what's hot, what's not, and what you ought to be doing. Mike Ogney joins us from Alaska with our update on all the saltwater action down here off the California coast. Opening day today for salmon fishing up in Eureka. We're going to climb on board with green water fishing. Captain Tony Zapolveda and check in on the salmon opener up there. They might have a little wind up that way too, but at least they've got a season now. Troy Barr was at Lake Berryessa with Captain Mike Graver in a couple of days ago. Was it yesterday, Mike? Or yesterday he was out there. He joins us live in the studio. We're going to be talking to Troy Barr live also about the great day. Steve Carson, our senior tuna, has got some info on a nice trip that he just went on the Cal Dawn. He'll tell you all about that trip where they limited out. Richard Burton's in the eastern Sierras. Yeah, it might be a late, late opener for him, but my friend, the retired rep from Honda Marine, is out there with his whole family enjoying trout fishing in the eastern Sierras because it's open. Zach Medinas, sturgeon fishing today, but it's so windy, he's hung up the trip for the day, and he'll be heading over for salmon fishing next. And we'll be talking to J.D. Ritchie and Captain James Netzel, Stampede Reservoir, all kinds of action going on. Let's not waste another minute. Let's go live right now to Captain James Smith of the California Dawn and find out what's going on this week in San Francisco Bay Fishing. Good morning, Captain. Hey, good morning, Seth. Tell us about it, guy. What's been going on out there? Well, I mean, we had another bang em up week on the halibut and now striped bass. As the tides are getting bigger, we're starting to see influx of stripers on the rocks doing their normal summertime patterns. But uh, we had a great week of halibut fishing. Geez, we're uh, fish a rod to limits. I know one day I had a full 15, 16, 16 limits of bass, 17 limits of bass, 17 limits of halibut. I haven't been posting, you know, all this coronavirus stuff. It's been really weird with the city. Uh, the left hand doesn't know what the right hand's doing, but things are starting to loosen up. They they let all the ports go this week uh, fishing. So uh, Sausalito's going to open up. Emeryville opened up. So finally, they're off the they're off our backs. So we're going to start posting again. But uh, 
we, we laid off the internet just because, you know, we're afraid of getting shut down. But uh, I tell you what, if you hadn't been following the reports before I started stop posting, nothing had changed. It was just uh, fantastic fishing. You know, we had a really good pick on big fish all week, fishing the deep water. Now, things that did a little shuffle the last couple of days. This windstorm's affected us big time. I know yesterday the fishing dropped off. I wasn't on the boat, but... Um, you know, we're going to go through a big tide swing here. It's like six, seven-foot tides the next couple of days. And, yeah, we you know, just had that, like, that big full moon here the last couple of nights. It's got to have an impact on your tide. It, it does. You know, if you don't follow the tides and you go fishing, I mean, you really should because the moon and, and the tide, everything has to do, you know, it, it changes everything that we do in the bay. So the big tides and the uh and the wind really shut it down. But uh, on the backside of these things, these, these fish are going to go really good again. There's a lot of feed in the bay. There's whales in the bay, um, lots of halibut in the bay. And, and even on the ocean, there's some fish out in the bars now. So we're just getting started on our season. You know, it's been a late start, but uh, we are in full season swing right now. Fishing is good. We uh, are going to be talking to Steve Carson later on, who had a, our own senior tuna, who had the Penn Fishing University out there with you on, what was it, Thursday you guys were out, or was it Wednesday? Uh, it was Wednesday. Yeah, yeah that, we had Wednesday. Obviously, he's going to be bragging about it. How good a trip was it? It was really good. Um Tuna's group had full limits of bass for 17 guys, and we were just a couple shy of limits of halibut. So, I mean, we had four and a half. You know, most guys walked off with five fish, a five fish limit. You know, a lot of guys had four fish. I mean, it was it was fantastic fishing. You you couldn't get much of a better bite. We never had a drift out of the day that we didn't catch a fish, and you know, some drifts were three, four fish. It was just a nice, steady, healthy pick, good grade of fish. I know tuna probably landed four or five halibut and uh four or five bass himself i mean it was it was it was great and uh the whole social distancing thing it's starting to catch on to the party boats you know i'm not lugging around 30 guys anymore there's a lot more space at the rails and, and uh, i'm getting a lot of positive feedback even though we've upped the prices a little bit uh people are responding in kind they're actually starting to starting to like it a little bit more because there's more uh a little more opportunity but the uh, tuna's group did less really tangles. good. Yeah, fewer yeah, tangles, tangles to deal with. Fewer doors ripped off in their no, boat. No, it's the too. same number of doors. <laughs> well, James, yeah. I know that tuna had a great trip. He was raving about it, and he'll be talking about it later on. But, you know, we were comparing this a couple of weeks ago before you were able to get out on the water and do this great fishing to last year's run of halibut, which was a spectacular year. You're still saying it equates to last year's? I'm going to say pretty close numbers wise. I mean, we're, we missed all of April. We missed part of May. Um, you know, so there's still a lot of fish that, that we're just seeing. And, you know, part of what's going on too is, you know, we haven't had the drag boats working on the bar, taking thousands of fish like they usually do. So we got an influx of those fish this year. Uh, who knows what's out in the ocean? I know the guys had a couple of spectacular days out fishing the bars, so um, it is comparable to last year. I don't know if we have quite the same amount of numbers, but I tell you what, the overall size of fish is way better than last year. I've measured fewer and fewer fish. Most of the fish are coming in that, you know, when we're fishing the shallows are still like 24 to 28 inches. And when you get out in a little deeper water, they're like 28 to 36 inches. So better grade on the fish overall. Um, 
you know, and numbers wise, you know, we're, we've been getting limits. So, I mean, fishing's been good. So it's comparable, maybe not as good, but you know, some may say it's even better because there's less people that divide up the fish, less charter boats and uh, the grades better. So that, there you go. That's it. You know, everything's cyclic. If it's not the fish that are cyclic, it's our world that's cyclic, and they all impact each other. I'm just glad you guys are back out on the water. Everything is going great. The boats are filling up with lots of people. And, folks, thanks for listening about getting your reservations. But now that they're fishing and there's fewer people on board, that means there's less space for you to make reservations, and that means there's a need for you to reserve your dates well out in advance. James, give them all the hookup information they need so they can get a hold of you early on, book a trip, or find out if there's any openings coming up real soon. Yeah, definitely get your spots early. The six packs are now four packs. The charter boat, the larger charter boats are, are running anywhere from 10 to 15 anglers. That means cutting the entire fleet's capacity down to, you know, less than half, maybe a third capacity. So there's fewer spots available on all the boats. I know I'm booked out quite a ways, but uh, the number here is 510-417-5557. Reach us on the web at CaliforniaDawn.com, also on Facebook, California Dawn Sport Fishing, and also on Instagram. Seth, if I may say one last thing, I'm going to tell you, there's a reason why I'm off the last two days, and I'm just going to give you a teaser. I'm going to drop it on the show next week. I got some big announcements coming. Congratulations. From yes, she's <laughs> pregnant. Wow, that's she's awesome. She's pregnant. That's, yeah, that's we're not true. Sure. Which one? We didn't get invited, though, Sep, unfortunately. <laughs> but big news coming from that. Smith. No, I don't think we need <laughs> yeah. to worry about that one. Oh, go ahead, James. I I, I, I might have misread that, your message. <laughs> yeah, uh, other news than, than that. So, Well, uh, I'll tell you what. You know, one of the most important things out there is getting people on board. And I've got an idea for you. We'll talk about it next week, how you can get more people on board that boat, okay? That sounds like a great idea. I'll look forward to it. I look forward to it, too. (laughs) Captain James Smith with the California Dawn. Take care, my friend, and thanks for the update. We appreciate it. Thanks, guys. Have a great show. Does this mean he won't be doing The Bachelor? (laughs) No. (laughs) We're only kidding, and we're giving him a bad time. He's got a great info that we can't share this week. We can't. We're excited for him. We'll be sharing it with you next week. Yeah. And very deserving of what's going to be going down here pretty soon. And we're going to take a quick break right now. When we come back, we're going to hook up with... Well, I'm just going to say he used to be the young gun. He used to be the sturgeon kid. We're going to be hooking up with one of the best in the West, Captain Jay Lopes, right after this, fishing San Francisco Bay, Halibut and Striper. We'll be right back. It's time you head to the calm and productive waters of Bodega Bay and climb aboard the newest and nicest charter boat around, the Real Magic. Owned and operated by Mike Ogney and Captain Merlin Cole, this fully updated 34-foot catamaran is 12 feet wide, extremely stable, and powered by 700 horsepower. Equipped with all the latest in electronics and state-of-the-art equipment to ensure a successful day, the Real Magic will get you on the fish fast and back to harbor in comfort and safety. Don't miss your opportunity to fish with the best. Real Magic. Call 707-875-BOLT and check them out on the web at realmagicsportfishingcharters.com. 
Northern California's newest tackle shop, Bodega Tackle, is located in Penaluma, right on the way to Bodega Bay. Bodega Tackle, a one-stop shop, features high-quality live and frozen tray baits, plus a full selection of tackle for bay and ocean fishing, as well as tackle for freshwater species. Owner Ken Brown and his experienced staff are on hand and ready to help anglers get rigged up. Need fresh line? Bring in reels for a new line at the Berkeley Line Winding Station. Check them out on Facebook, Instagram, and at bodegatackle.com. Bodega Tackle, open seven days a week. Stop by and you'll catch more fish. Lawrence is the leader in marine electronics design and manufacturing. And their new live series of fish finders are state-of-the-art for today's anglers and light years ahead of the competition. From entry-level finders to the most sophisticated Lawrence electronics on the market, Fisherman's Warehouse mega stores in Manteca, Sacramento, and Fairfield have it all. And their trained sales staff will help you find the exact unit you need. Fisherman's Warehouse and Lawrence Electronics, providing sportsmen with the ultimate high-performance fish-finding features and the best possible pricing. Check out the new Lawrence Live and the full line of Lawrence products at your favorite Fisherman's Warehouse location. And now, more California sportsmen with Seth Hendrickson. Well, it is a busy day, and i got to tell you, uh, Captain Mike Graver's here right now. I mentioned that uh, we're going to be hooking up with Captain Jay Lopes in a second. What did he just text you, Michael? Hurricane winds, he told me this morning. San Francisco Bay, hurricane-type winds. Let's go live on the water right now to Captain Jay Lopes with Right Hook Sport Fishing. Find out if it's a hurricane or a tornado hitting him out there. Good morning, Captain. Good morning, Sam. Uh, <laughs> we're just around the breakwater, and we're taking uh... – it's not as bad as anticipated, but I'm sure it's coming. Well, you know it'll be coming. The bottom line is how quick can you get out there, drop on their heads, and pull them out of the water? Uh, well, we're going to run down the south bay, so we've been fishing in about 15 minutes. But uh, yesterday was absolutely brutal. It was 40-mile-an-hour winds down here. And this morning we got about 15 to 20, and the water's about as dark as it could get. So, <laughs> so we'll see what we could do. Well, a little off color. I, I was warned yesterday that there's some big winds coming. I knew that uh, the real magic out of uh, Bodega wasn't going to be going out because of the winds. And then I got a call this morning from Zach, who told me that sturgeon fishing, he canceled a trip out in the Delta today because it was so windy out there. So I figured you guys were going to catch the blow no matter what was going on. Jay, tell our listeners what's been going on this past week, because I've been seeing some pretty impressive stuff, including picture of Pete from Ron Pratt Ford with a beautiful halibut. Yeah, we had Pete and the crew out a couple of days ago. That day we had limit the bass, limit the halibut. It's been really good fishing, Seth. On a on a slow day, this whole season is you know eight to nine halibut for our four people, you know, and some bass on top. Now on a good day, you know, which is majority of the time, we're this week we had limits for our crew um, of halibut, and then you know the bass were showing up in in bigger numbers. Um, we're seeing bass on the rocks, so we're able to break up the day on the bigger tides and uh, fish for halibut when it's halibut time and fish for stripers when it's striper time. Uh, so the trips are just getting more of our potluck-style fishing that we're used to. But fishing's been really good, Seth. We even uh, made that out to uh, the North Bar in the ocean uh, was that Wednesday, and uh, we had good halibut fishing out there as well. So uh, there's a lot of fish. It's just a matter of getting to where they're at and when the conditions allow and getting the job done. Hey, has the uh, fire that they had over there slowed down bait or anything for any of you guys or for the public? No, it actually really hasn't. Uh, the bait, you know, uh, it's been a tough job for them, but they're doing a great job. Um, they're uh, trying to keep up with the big demand this year, and uh, they're getting it done. They're, they're, they've been having quality bait. We got, 
I mean, some of the most impressive anchovies that I've seen in years in San Francisco Bay. And some of these things look like small trout uh, when they're uh, when you're putting them on your hook. So the bait's awesome, um, and they're keeping up with the demand, which has been very hard. Because on a normal weekend, at least you know for the last month, there's been 200 boats down here in a day, and on a weekday, over 100. So um, the things are starting to slow down a little bit. People are starting to go back to work. So the crowds are definitely uh, starting to ease up just a smidge, but uh, they've been doing a great job keeping up with the bait and the high demand. Well, the main thing that we've been pushing to everybody for the last few weeks is with the reduced number of people on board, it's really important to make reservations and to pick some dates out into the future right now, isn't it? Oh, man, yeah, we can't, we can't you know, stress that enough to call early. You know, like us, we're, we're sold out through mid-August right now every day, booked out. You know, it, it kind of sucks because we're taking only four people, but, uh, you know, it, it makes more for an enjoyable trip. Actually, I think more people are enjoying, you know, the, the four-person load instead of the six-person load. Um, but, um, you know, everything's going well, Steph. We're getting back into normality slowly, um, but it just feels good to be out fishing every day. And, uh, you know, my buddy James should be fishing, but... He saw the weather and the tides. I think that's why he took it off the last couple. He's a lot older than you, Jay. You're still you're still the young kid, you know. When when you walk out and get on your boat and it's 40 degrees and you're wearing shorts, flip flops, and a t-shirt, these old timers don't do that. Our blood doesn't do the same thing yours does. Right. But I think I think Captain Mike could help me. He could be a stunt captain when I need him. He should come down here and help me out every once in a while. <laughs> I could I could probably do that, Jay. I'm looking at the uh, wind app right now, uh, heading over the, to the uh, South Bay. It looks, yeah, it looks, we're it look, going to South Bay. It, it looks a little bit better over there, but if you if you hug, it, if you hug the city side, it looks pretty good. Yeah, it's exactly what we're going to do. We're going to roll down the Alameda Rock Wall this morning. We found some fish there yesterday. Um, we're going to go down there and hopefully get a shot here on the tide change before the wind starts cranking. I would, um, I just like to remind you of a trip I had with James one time down there against the Alameda Rock Wall when the waves were coming over the bow and hitting the guys in the back of the boat. Good luck to you down there, my friend. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. Well, we're gonna go give it give it a shot and uh, see what we can do. We have a three boat trip today. We got uh, people on my boat and Captain Steve Mitchell's boat and another six pack out of the harbor. So should be a good time. We have a little side bet going and. He's going to sign the $100 bill today. Oh, geez. You guys are going to have so many nice. signed $100 bills, you could go buy a new car. And you, you won't take them <laughs> off the wall because you're so proud of them. Well, I'm glad Mitchell's out there jumping on those fish with you, too. He did a great video showing how to fillet a halibut. That was awesome. That was yeah. my halibut. He was filleting, actually. He just hasn't delivered the fillets to me yet. Awesome. But that yeah. was a very cool like video. That. Yes. That, that, was cool. that was Silent Kevin doing his magic. Oh, Silent Kevin. Uh, yeah. Good job. Silent Kev, he does a great job cleaning the fish. He's, he's only cleaned about 10 of those things in the last 10 years. but uh. yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> Captain Jay Lopes with Right Hook Sport Fishing, folks. It's your opportunity to get on the bay and get into the halibut and striper bite. Jay, give them all the hookup info. Yeah, give us a call. Area code 916-417-5670 and on the web at Right Hook Sport Fishing. And, you know, we still have availability in August for salmon and halibut. And we're, this year is going to be a little unique for us, guys. We're going to fish all the way through September down here in the bay, try to make up for a, a you know a, a month of lost time down here. So if anyone wants to still get on, we'll be taking reservations through September in San Francisco Bay. Have at it, my friend. Have at it and knock them dead today. I hope you and your clients have a nice, dry, profitable day out there. Catch some fish. Uh, all right. Sounds good.
Captain Jay Lopes dumping him real quick, and he's going to go have some fun. Let's head to Bodega Bay right now, where the winds, I'm sure, are definitely blowing this morning. The Captain Merlin Kolb with Real Magic told me he wouldn't be going out because of the wind, and I think he probably made the right call. Let's go live right now and hook up with Captain Merlin Kolb. Good morning, Merlin. Hey, good morning, Sepp. Greetings from Blodega Bay. Blodega Bay it is. What the, What are the conditions out there this morning? They're cold. This is uh, kind of a north wind coming in. Uh, got a cold front in front of it and a uh, lot of wind all night. Wind yesterday afternoon. Seas are big. I had somebody call me and tell me that he's out there. He's visiting Bodega Bay, and he looked out at the ocean. He says, it looks good. I said, you see those those white <laughs> things at the top of the ocean? He says, yeah, what are those? I said, those are big enough to flip our boat over. We can't go today. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of experts that show up. And usually they're the ones that are talking to God on the big white phone first. Before also. you leave the harbor. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that does look a little rough out there. I better yeah. take my Dramamine this morning. Is this going to be bumpy? <laughs> yeah, there you go. Those are all the wonderful lines we hear. Hey, Merlin, there is some benefit to this wind. And I know that you've been so eager to get out there with boatloads of clients and start seeing some revenue coming in this season. But now they've lifted it. You guys can go fishing now. <laughs> But here's this big blow blowing right now. But what's going to follow this blow? Tell our listeners what it's going to leave behind. Yeah, kind of bittersweet that they open us up and then we get blown off the water. But uh, it is actually a good thing. We had a huge segment of warm water from the point all the way north that dominated the coast, 59, 60 degrees. And that's uh, not something where the fish want to come up in the column and want to feed. They don't want to be in that water temperature. And what this is going to do, it's going to make an upwelling and it's going to bring in cool water off of the off of the shelf and it's going to push it onto the near shore, which is exactly where we want the fish to be. They're there. They were just hunkered down on the bottom and offshore a bit, but this is going to drive them in and it's going to get them all excited. They're going to be hungry. They're going to be hungry, and some of them are going to start making a move because there's early fish that continue moving through this time of year, and we'll go right on up our system. So it's starting to happen. This is what everybody waits for, this water to get a little off color, to get nutrient-rich, and the action to start. Merlin, it's it's a great way to go out in your boat. It's it's quick and it's easy, and you're only taking four out on board now, right? That's right. Uh, because of the size of our boat, sometimes we can we can accommodate five, but only if they're the same family. Um, you know, if we have groups that are within the same family, we can bump the number up to five. But yeah, our limit is four. Hey, you're not going to believe what I saw the other day. Right up next to the boat, like five feet away, I saw like a seventy foot blue whale. Oh, jeez. That's a little larger than mine. I had my heart stop one day looking over the side of the boat in Alaska when a big old killer whale rolled up about three feet from the edge of the boat and just looks me right in the eye and rolls back down. Yeah, I got a little kiss, did he? Oh, did, I've seen it, him do that at Marine World. It caused me to pucker, I can tell you <laughs> that right now. But Merlin, a huge gray whale or a huge whale like that coming cruising by the boat, you got to feel pretty small out there. Well, actually, that whale was feeding. We 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 were we were actually proximizing in the area. I didn't know that there was a whale there. <clears throat> One of the clients says, uh, "Hey, Captain, what's in the water over here?" He could see some discoloration under the water, and I look over and I'm like, "Oh my God, that's a whale!" <laughs> Don't <laughs> hook he, it. <laughs> 
he came up he came up next to us and he big, made a big giant slow blow and the blowhole on that thing was uh bigger than a bathtub just the blowhole was that must have smelled real good you know what they don't smell when they're on krill the, <laughs> the the whale breath is only an anchovy thing oh well that's good to know same thing happens to humans by the way he called it and smoked salmon at a boat show. Yeah, <laughs> and he called it breath. Yeah. It's yeah. it's definitely uh, blowing down there. I had Mike Graver take a look at the charts. What's it saying, Michael? Uh, we've got a 5.4 swell, 12 miles an hour with gust of 22 right now, Merlin. 22 and 5 is 27 in Mike's numbers. That means Sep stays home. <laughs> yeah, right. It's just too rough. And then that's this morning. Uh, later in the afternoon, it's going to be blowing 30. So it's just not, not a fishable day for us. Got a basic rule. If the clients can't stand up, they can't fish. Got that right. I think that's a good rule to follow. Well, Merlin, uh, congratulations on finally getting everything lifted, finally being able to get people out there. It's going to be a great thing to have the boat rolling again. And Kent and I are going to take up two of those seats here pretty soon, too. Maybe a couple other guys will join us. We appreciate you sharing it with us today, but in the meantime, give them the hookup info that they need so they can book a trip with you right now. Okay, your listeners can give us a call at 707-875-2628. That's 707-875-2628. They can find us on uh, Instagram and Facebook at Real Magic Captain and on the web at realmagicsportfishingcharters.com. Right now we are... uh, we're booking in, you know, we're finishing up booking July and getting started on August and other months of the year. So, like like I heard you talking there with um, Jay, if the people want to go fishing, they need to call uh, soon because the calendar's feeling fast. Well, and you guys booked a lot of stuff while you were closed, too. So, you've got a lot of dates that are already <laughs> filled up. So, people, we're not kidding you. The boats are lighter loads now. It's going to be tougher to get on, but you don't want to miss these fishing opportunities as they continue coming up. Bodega Bay will be on fire shortly, and I'm not talking flames. I'm talking salmon. Merlin, thanks for hooking up with us today. Get that real magic nice and shiny, and we'll see you real soon. Thanks, gentlemen. Have a great show. All right. Take care. Merlin Kolb on the real magic out of Bodega Bay. All right. Quick break right now when we come back. Avine Klein's got a pre-recorded segment telling from our Western States coordinator from the Congressional Sportsman's Foundation important stuff you need to know about the outdoors. Captain Jay Lopes of Right Hook Sport Fishing invites you to climb aboard his 26-foot Parker, the Right Hook, berthed at Martinez, for an enjoyable day or night of fishing on the productive sturgeon and striper waters of Sassoon Bay and the Delta. One of the fastest six-pack boats around, the Right Hook has a fully enclosed heated cabin that easily accommodates up to six anglers, fully rigged with all the marine electronics and high-quality fishing gear you'll need. Right Hook Sport Fishing keeps their clients in the action, moving seasonally from the ocean to the bays. Halibut, stripers, sturgeon, rockfish, salmon, or albacore. Whatever the quarry, wherever it hides, Captain Jay Lopes will get you there and back in comfort and safety. Give him a call at 916-417-5670 and book a trip now. Or check him out on the web at righthooksportfishing.com. France is the leader in marine electronics, design, and manufacturing. And their new HDS Live Series with active imaging and GPS mapping products are cutting-edge technology. And light years ahead of the competition. France offers a comprehensive range of products for your every need. From entry-level fish locators to the most sophisticated marine electronics on the market today, they're easy to use and are back 
backed by a comprehensive Advantage Service Program. The new live series with active imaging and 3-in-1 sonar combines Lowrance Chirp with side scan and down scan imaging, allowing anglers to quickly search fish holding structures and enhances fish reveal with a higher level of clarity and target separation. Lowrance products provide sportsmen with the ultimate and high-performance features at competitive pricing. Clearer views, less clutter, more targets, incredible shallow and deep water performance. Lowrance has it all. Check out the new HDS Live with touchscreen display and the entire line of marine electronics at your favorite dealer or on the web at Lowrance.com. Lowrance is the perfect locator for you. Kingfisher Boats has become the standard for sportsmen who value toughness, ride, comfort, and great fishability. And Gone Fishing Marine in Dixon is your heavy gauge aluminum boat headquarters. Featuring the full line of Kingfisher Boats, the offshore, coastal, sport, or river jet series boats from 16 to 35 feet are designed for saltwater, freshwater lakes, or river fishing. And Godfish and Marine's trained cell staff will help you select exactly what you need when it comes to power and accessories. Kingfisher's clean lines, classy paint choices, stainless accents, diamond plating, stylish interiors and storage, all add up to the highest quality boat on the market today. Learn more at Godfish and Marine in Dixon, gfmarine.com, or kingfisherboats.com. The International Sportsman's Expo wants to do more, not just during the Sacramento Expo, but all year round, to highlight your outdoor resources and heritage. As a partner, ISE chose the Congressional Sportsman's Foundation, a nonprofit based in Washington, D.C., whose mission is to protect and advance hunting, angling, recreational shooting, and trapping. The Western States coordinator, Avian Klein, is based in Sacramento, and monthly, she and other experts provide California sportsman listeners with info to keep you in the loop. Good morning, Seth. As always, it is great to join you bringing policy updates to the California Sportsman's Radio. The California legislature has recently reconvened following an extended recess due to the COVID pandemic. So this morning, we're going to talk legislative updates and two bills in particular that should be of concern for the sportsman's community. The first of those bills is Senate Bill 1175, titled Live Animal Markets. This bill was previously known as the Iconic African Species Protection Act, which sets out to ban the importation of animals and their body parts from what the author considers trophy hunting. It's essentially an expansion on the Big Five ban, which is a direct attack on hunting. It is another layered attempt to ban hunting in Africa. Hunting in Africa, particularly by American hunters, provides exceptional resources to what would be otherwise underprivileged communities. Hunters bring in incredible economic stimulus to these communities, and they provide an incentive to conserve the natural resources and manage wildlife populations. Following um, the reconvening of the legislature recently, this bill was amended to be what it is now, and that is the live animal markets. It's taking advantage of the COVID situation um, by lumping in the Iconic African Species Protection Act with concerns for wet markets and disease transmission. This bill is a bad piece of legislation. Uh, It's bad for hunting. It's bad for sportsmen. It's bad for conservation. And each month you hear me say this sportsman's community needs to use their voice Oppose bad legislation, support good legislation. Well, CSF's partners over at Safari Club International, who fight for your hunting rights every single day, have made it easier than ever for you to use your voice and urge your senator 
to oppose SB 1175. Uh, through SCI's Hunter Advocacy Action Center, you can text the words SCI California to 73075 and urge your senator to oppose SB 1175. And I encourage everyone listening to do that right now. This Congressional Sportsman's Foundation update is brought to you by the International Sportsman's Expo. Pacific Flyway Supplies in Dixon knows the importance of family activities and the outdoors. Regina Stafford of Outdoor Adventures, a lady who knows her way around hunting, fishing, and conservation, will motivate you to live long in the outdoors. She'll tell you when, where, and how your family can take advantage of many outdoor opportunities close to home. From fishing to hunting, bird watching to animal rescue, women take part in our outdoor traditions, becoming skilled sportsmen, helping to lead the way for their families. And now, here's Regina Stafford with Live Long in the Outdoors. Hey, Seb, she had a big graduation party yesterday, so congrats. Go out to Quinn, uh, headed to high school. That must make your husband feel old. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Not you, just your husband. No, (laughs) me too. Yeah, perfect. Me too. (laughs) Perfect. Well, you know, you you got her this far. That's That's a good thing. True, but I really think that now the hard parenting starts of you know lots of big choices ahead <laughs> for these kids so yeah. is this yeah. the phase yeah. where children come home and say mom i hate you is that what's the next phase probably is? not this kid not this. <laughs> probably not either <laughs> yeah. one of the stafford kids yeah they've I, seen mom uh, shoot no. uh no what do you got yeah. for us this week <laughs> i hear it i hear it in the neighborhood where i live so yeah. i just you know i'd yeah. I'm sure. Yeah, I don't know. My kids are not perfect, but I don't know if I could handle that one. <laughs> exactly right. Exactly right. So, so what do you have for us this week? Well, I just wanted to say, kind of on that, on those lines, you know, that with all these graduations, yes, mine are only in high school, but all these graduations that are happening of high school grads, that you know, now is the time as hunters to not forget about them because this after kids kind of graduate and leave home is when we see the biggest like decline or miss in our hunting license continuation, you know, like kids trans transforming into adults. They don't always necessarily keep up those hunting traditions that we've tried to implement in their minds as kids. They don't always continue them as adults. And we see that in our hunting license purchase trends. It's a big gap. So you know, just reminding you, excuse me, as the kids leave home and go to college, try to still, you know, plan those hunting trips to take them out um, and make sure that they are still, you know, living those traditions, even though school gets hard and college gets overwhelming and they might be going out of state even, you know, some of these kids are really leaving home. So yeah, so, just, so just many try kids, to remember. So many kids I know that, that, you know, oh, yeah, he hasn't been hunting since he went to college or, you know, we haven't been fishing since he went to college. And that's great advice to definitely uh, still plan those trips when you can. Yes, for sure. So, you know, whether it's, you know, making sure that they do have a license and, and getting licenses as gifts or whatever it takes because, you know, that those funds is what helps support um, our state and our state wildlife agency. So it's it's just imperative. We do see that huge gap. And a lot of times if if kids put it down now, you know, they, they kind of trend to say like, oh, I'll just pause for a couple years. But the, the reality of them picking it back up in a few years, you know, when, when they trans, 
transition into career life is even, you know, it just, it just adds, it just builds it's like a domino effect. It so, does, yeah. you know, so yeah, it's just a reminder as these kids are leaving home that, you know, don't forget about hunting and still planning those trips. So exactly. Yeah. You will, I don't think you're going to have to worry about your kids. I think they're going to continue to go. If you're lucky, well, they'll I be inviting you to go. Sure. With them. Yeah. Well, one, one, yeah. one, you'll probably be working for, but other than that, you'll be fine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. In the guide business. Well, good. Yeah. In the guide yes. business. So. I hope not. I hope not. <laughs> exactly right. Hey, give them all the hookup information for Outdoor Adventures Guide Service that you and your husband Casey run. Yeah, it's um, you can find us on the web at hunt-fish-game.com. Um, we're kind of in our dead time doing more land management work right now, but you know, fishing and ducks is definitely on the horizon. And dove season, I mean, is right at the end of summer. So check us out for all that stuff. Um, hunt-fish-game.com, and then you can find any of this um, family adventure info um, at livelongandoutdoors.com. Thank you, Regina. We appreciate you joining us this week. You have a fine one, and take good care of those children. Thanks, guys. Have a good one. You do the same. Take care. Live Long in the Outdoors with Regina Stafford is sponsored by Pacific Flyway Supplies in Dixon. They have everything hunters need for successful outings. Decoys, calls, clothing, ammo, and more, including a full selection of Yeti products and Green Mountain grills. Preparing game after a successful trip is important, and Pacific Flyway Supplies has the area's largest selection of marinades, spices, smoker chips, and brines for perfect wild game meals. Outfit your entire family for their next adventure at Pacific Flyway Supplies, 1690 North Lincoln Street in Dixon, near Gone Fish and Marine and Rondu Pratt Ford. Call 707-474-8448 or check them out at PacificFlywaySupplies.com. And now, more California sportsmen with Seth Hendrickson. Hey, we're back, and uh, I'm getting uh, all kinds of text messages from my friend Mr. Burton and his family down over in the eastern Sierras this morning. He sent me a text. He says, in celebration of your 24th year, I caught this one on the Shimano Arrow I got from you 30 years ago. And he's holding it there in his hand. Thank you, Richard. And I see his son, Richie, just caught about a three-and-a-half-pound rainbow down there. They're at uh, Silver Lake this morning. They might have gone over to June Lake, and they could be at Crowley. We'll find out when we talk to them all here shortly. And he's very right. Marilyn uh, wrote it across the top. Today is the beginning of our 24th year on California Sportsman on KHTK 1140. Awesome. It only seems like 23 and a half, man. Something like that. Yeah. I remember downs. when I had Saturdays. Remember that, Kent? You, you would, you would, you would think that after 24 years, there wouldn't be a little episode like we just had in the studio <laughs> with Sepp and Marilyn, though. We're so, which, by the way, Marilyn won her 937th consecutive argument with Sepp. Uh, which is always does. Uh, which is actually more than I've done consecutive shows with Ultimate Bass, so that's good. She's still way ahead of me, but <laughs> that is awesome, man. I mean, that 24 years is is and it's a still lot. fun. And, you know, yeah. it's still fun because you and I talk about that all the time. Right. It it is a great time. We yeah. we've had a wonderful time doing the show. And one of the coolest things is I went from being a trout expert to knowing a whole lot about everything. And it only took 24 years to get me to this point. Yeah. It's it's so nice knowing all the guys in the bass fishing, all the big guys. I seem to be running into them in the studio every time I turn right. around. I know so much more about bass fishing. Thanks to Mr. Gravert over here. 
I know so much more about striper fishing than I ever did before. Thanks to Mr. Blanton, you know a lot more about boats. And Mercury's, <laughs> yeah, by the way. Exactly right. I know yeah. a lot more Lorances. about Lorances. You're not doing man overboard to store waypoint anymore, so that's good. No, I just stayed away from that <laughs> button, and I, I look at trees and stuff on the side. Well, triangulate. Yeah, yeah, triangulate. Man so, overboard button. Exactly right. No, it's, it's really, things have really changed in the 24 years that we've been on the air, and it's been a blast, but I, I really, it's the people that we deal with. It's the all the guides and the professionals in our industry that we deal with. It's it's just fun. It's because we all think the same. We all like the same kinds well, of things. From and, the start, you and Marilyn have always held a very high standard to those guides and those outfitters and those businesses and those people that uh, that that came on your show to well, talk about know. what they do. Yeah, they know they they know the rules and the guidelines. There's right. no BS and there's none of this. You know. Yeah. Just go out there and tell them what you want so you can get business. These guys know that they're short-lived if they ever open their mouth like well, that. And it's well, funny because that's why they stick around for so Graver, long. why the was, hell do you guys stick I'll, around I'll, and why do you come was, to the studio? I was going to say, can we key the uh, soundtrack of The Sopranos? <laughs> <laughs> I know I know, I can be merciless I, sometimes, I but I'm not that bad. Ash Netzel. <laughs> been an awesome ride. It, it's a fun, it really is a fun ride, and that's the whole idea. It's I'm not getting off this thing. It's too much fun right now. We're, yeah. we're enjoying doing it. And, you know, people here like James Smith and, and you know, Lopes and those guys. I, I know every one of those, like me, every one of those guys has had the uh, SEP arm around. We need to go have a little visit and, you know. Time to talk. Yeah. Yeah. We might straighten straighten us out a little big, bit. Big fishing family. Yeah, sure. it is. It really yeah. is. Well, and, and we don't get, to, right. unfortunately, we don't get to go fishing together like a lot of fishing families right. do, like the right. Burtons are doing today. Right. We don't get to do that. So it is, you know, this is this is kind of our Saturday morning fishing trip, actually. Yeah, but we can go fishing on Tuesday mornings yeah. while they're all at work. <laughs> we probably need to do that. over. And I want to thank Marilyn in the control room over there because we would have been done with this 10 years ago if I was in charge of it because I would have had it so screwed up. She does all the yeah. billing, all the everything. It's a kick in the butt. We're not going anywhere. We're going to keep doing this for another 20 years. I hope my body doesn't start smelling in here because I probably could. After I hope the KSTK studio eventually winds up without a staircase. If that's this the case, is the but, most sanitized place in America. It is. I yeah. I came in and wiped it down when I got here this morning. Just it's got to become habit. Come hey, in and clean the studio. Kokanee fishing's been big. Graver went out kokanee fishing. We've well, got it hasn't next... been big, Sep. It's been kokanee fishing. Well, There's not it's, a lot of it's big. Big to for it. kokanee it's guys. Bait. It's not Alan big. Fong was out at uh, Berryessa yesterday. He's going to be joining us in the next segment, but. I want to clear something up for everybody out there about kokanee fishing. Yes, the Department of Fish and Wildlife planted kokanee throughout the state. Yes, they put 25,000 more fish into Stampede than they normally do. Let's see, why in the heck would they do that? Because it has been determined that that is the single best source and the easiest source for getting eggs in California. I've been with the department collecting eggs out of Bucks Creek, up at Bucks Lake, I've been with them at Twin Lakes, uh, Bridgeport area on Robinson Creek. I've been with them to Taylor Creek, and I've been with them to Stampede, to the Truckee River where they currently collect eggs. That is hands down the easiest place to collect them all over. So in order to make certain that the California Department of Fish and Wildlife has a sufficient egg population, they figured they'd put twenty or 5,000 more fish into stampede 
to guarantee kokanee fishermen all over the state that there would be an abundance of kokanee eggs and they would not fall short of their plans for getting the right numbers out into the lakes. The department has taken over full responsibility. Kokanee Power and Project Kokanee aren't paying all the bills anymore. We pay a few bills along the way for them. But they've taken it over, and their experts have determined that this is the best place to do it. Kokanee fishing is cyclic. There's 11 to 15-inch kokanee already available at Stampede. Those will be 17 inches at the end of the season, and there's nothing wrong with a kokanee that size. But the department wanted to make absolute certain that they had an egg supply in an easy, obtainable position, and that's what they've done. And they're using Stampede as that source. Those fish will adjust. Now, here's the Ted Samford tip for the week to those of you that don't think that Stampede fish are going to get much bigger. Why don't you go down to Boca, where the fish are always bigger, and it's not Stampede. And you might find that there's some big cokes available down there. They're there every year. Samford used to find them, and he'd tell me, Hey, they're pretty small at Stampede this year. Let's go down here to Boca. It's like two miles. You'll be impressed. So much for that aspect of things. I just want you to know that there's plenty of kokanee out there. I believe that the department is doing a good job. We still want to expand the kokanee programs wherever we can, and that's one of the things that Kokanee Power and Project Kokanee are jumping all over the department about all the time. Well, enough on that subject matter. It's uh, the fish are out there. They're available. If you want flaming gorge size kokanee, I suggest you get yourself over to Lake Berryessa pretty darn quick because there's some monsters to be had. And our next guest coming up here in just one second is Alan Fong. So let's hit the intro. We'll go to Alan and find out what his day was like, and we'll tell you all about it in just a second. And now it's time for Shimano's What's Hot and What's Not, brought to you by Fisherman's Warehouse Mega Stores in Sacramento, Manteca, and Fairfield. The new Shimano Stratic FL spinning reels come in sizes from 1,000 for trout and panfish to the 5,000 for big saltwater action and every size in between. Increase your hookup rate with Shimano's cross-carbon drag system designed to endure and conquer the hardest fighting fish. And with Shimano's micro-module gear, too, you'll experience a smooth and power transfer like never before. All Shimano products, rods, reels, tackle, and accessories are available at Fisherman's Warehouse Mega Stores in Sacramento, Manteca, and Fairfield. Stop in and improve your fishing with Shimano. And joining us from Fisherman's Warehouse Mega Stores, Sacramento, store manager Alan Fong joins us now. Good morning, Alan. Morning. How are you guys doing? We're doing great. Tell me about Berryessa yesterday. Mr. Gravert says you were out there catching kokanee again. Yeah, we had like 10 yesterday, but boy, that wind was nasty. It got bad out there. But that lake's kind of, you know, what I'm fishing for these kokanee lately, these fronts that come in, full moon, it makes it a little bit tougher. You know, you could go out there one day and slam them and get some 17-inch fish, and then next day go back and tough as hell. Well, I'll tell you, one of the reasons that lake is as tough as hell is if you get a north wind blowing down that thing, you see what happens. You got 10 10 miles of water rolling your way, generally, if you're at the south end of that lake. 
It was blown south, and it was still bad. Yeah, same thing from the other direction. If it's coming from the south, it's going to be just as ugly up there. I've been out there at midnight on January 1st in five-foot rollers, believe me. Stupid doing doing stuff when I was much younger, like freezing and water skiing at midnight on January 1st. That was not smart. Alan, uh, how deep are they hanging? Uh, I was finding them down to 58 feet. So 35 to 58 was the best. Hitting on anything in particular? Yeah, I've been switching around. That's another thing. I always switch around different things. And, you know, you go back to your old reliable hoochie. Just make sure you run it like an 8-inch leader. And one thing I found really important, guys, and people going around, I was at party on Wednesday, and that lake's unbelievable. And the fish are getting bigger. They're they're like 12 to 13 inches, but they are so plentiful. And you can see them on your graph a lot easier there than Berryessa. But what I found out is keep your line close to the cable. So, in other words, when I let out my line, I'm only letting it out 15 on the bottom one and 8 on the top. Yeah. And I seem to do a lot better. You know, the shorter the better. I have I ran a camera once just off of the weight down there, and they come up just to yeah. look at the weight, man. They'll come up to oh, it. Oh, yeah. What I, the, I see them on the fish finder come up and look, and I go, get ready, get ready, and nothing. <laughs> they go, what's wrong with your fish finder? I said, they come up and look. They're just not hungry. That's exactly it. Sometimes they'll follow you forever. And you've probably yeah, done the do. same thing I have, tilting your transducer back a little bit so you can see the fish as they come up to it. it yeah, you can see them. It's yeah, it's it's a with the technology that we have nowadays, it's uh, getting a little bit easier to intercept some big fish. What else are you hearing that's good out there, Alan? Uh, shad's been really good. Um, obviously, the halibut in the bay is off the hook. It's been crazy. You know, they're starting to guide now, so you know there's a lot of action out there. Shad fishing is still really good in American um trout striper you can basically go out and catch anything right now well the fact is you can go out that's the important thing getting the opportunity to get out there and get back involved in a lot of this so many people in so many other states uh fit more people went fishing i think one state their license increased 65 percent during the covid virus period so yeah it's been crazy at the store fishing is absolutely huge thing to do and people are really just starting to get back at it again now you guys got great new store hours and everything starting this week too yeah we're we're actually back to seven day week and saturday there's a change instead of opening at nine we're opening at 10 and then thursday we close at six instead of eight until we can start doing seminars again yeah well that won't be long until you can do that i'm sure Manteca and Fairfield will open seven days a week also. Let's see what else it says. Both stores are now hiring. So if you're looking for a job, and I hear a few people are out there looking, Manteca and Fairfield Fisherman's Warehouse stores are looking for employees. Yeah, we're interviewing at SAC, too. Well, there you have it, folks. Mike, you want a job? (laughs) (laughs) Mike Mike Graver would probably like somebody to fill his time between fishing right now. Yeah, uh, come on over. I'll hire you. That's what you said last Well, time. folks, stop by your favorite Fisherman's Warehouse store. You've got seven days a week they're open now, Monday through Saturday, 10 to 6, Sunday, 10 to 4 p.m., it says over here on this yep. notice I just got. So that allows you to get back out there. Alan, I hope to see you at Berryessa here real soon. I'll be checking to find out when you're coming next. 
right. Today is officially the first day I'm back. So, you know, if customers want to come in there and bombard me, I'll be there. You just made a mistake, Alan. They're going to be in looking <laughs> for you. You can count on that. Fact. Thanks for hooking up with us, Alan. We appreciate it. All right. See ya. If you're looking for the newest from Shimano, you'll see it first at Fisherman's Warehouse Mega Stores in Sacramento, Manteca, and Fairfield. From Shimano's freshwater spinning and casting rods to deep sea saltwater angling, Fisherman's Warehouse Mega Stores and Shimano have it all. The Northern California coast is ground zero for ocean king salmon fishing, and the flagship of the Eureka fleet is the vessel Shellback, owned and operated by professional angler and veteran captain Tony Sepulveda of Greenwater Fishing Adventures. On the doorstep of the best salmon fishing on the planet, usually fishing within three miles of the harbor, the entire area is the home of the state's largest Pacific halibut, too. Experience the best. Greenwater Fishing Adventures, the North Coast's most exciting guide service, offering great ocean action plus river trips for Freshwater salmon, steelhead, and stripers, too. Check out EurekaFishing.net or call Tony Sepulveda now at 707-845-9588. Since 1970, Manteca Trailer and Motor Home has specialized in great pricing and value with personal attention and service excellence. You'll be amazed by the huge selection of new and used RVs from campers, trailers, luxury coaches, and motorhomes from multiple manufacturers. With over $18 million in inventory and over 500 RVs on sale, there's a lot to choose from. Manteca Trailer and Motorhome, located across the street from Fisherman's Warehouse on Highway 120. Manteca Trailer, home annually to the huge Costa's Wild Game Feed, where sportsmen from all over the West come together at the biggest wild game feed around. Check us out on the internet at MantecaTrailer.com or better yet, stop by and take a look. And with lowest price guaranteed on new units, there's no need to look any further. And we're not the biggest, we're the nicest. The Bob Davis people at Manteca Trailer and Motorhome. Manteca! If you spend more time telling the one that got away stories instead of showing off giant fish pictures, get to Fisherman's Warehouse and grab some Gamakatsu hooks. Gamakatsu has hundreds of hooks for every technique, and Fisherman's Warehouse has the full selection. Change to the world's sharpest hooks from Gamakatsu, improve your fish catching, and end the lost fish stories. Fisherman's Warehouse in Sacramento, Manteca, and Fairfield all carry a full selection of Gamakatsu hooks for every fishing application. Stop in today or shop online at Fisherman'sWarehouse.com. And their new HDS Live Series with active imaging and GPS mapping products are cutting-edge technology and light years ahead of the competition. Lowrance offers a comprehensive range of products for your every need. From entry-level fish locators to the most sophisticated marine electronics on the market today, they're easy to use and are backed by a comprehensive Advantage service program. The new Live Series with active imaging and 3-in-1 sonar combines Lowrance Chirp with side-scan and down-scan imaging, allowing anglers to quickly search fish-holding structures and enhances fish reveal with a higher level of clarity and target separation. Lowrance products provide sportsmen with the ultimate and high-performance features at competitive pricing. Clearer views, less clutter, more targets, incredible shallow and deep water performance. Lowrance has it all. Check out the new HDS Live with touchscreen display and the entire line of marine electronics at your favorite dealer or on the web at Lowrance.com. Lowrance is the perfect locator for you. Now, now here's USAFishing.com.
Com's Mike Ogney with our Saltwater Bay and Coastal Report. And Mike Ogney is live from Alaska, and I'd just like to remind him that whenever he is there, I hate him. Good morning, Mike. <laughs> Good morning, guys. So how many fish have you caught? What species have you caught? And what rivers have you fished? Uh, we've been off the beach for the uh, for the halibut. the halibut in your drift boat. Um, no doubt. The best the best King River right now is the Anilchik. It opened at midnight last night, and I'm sure my buddy uh, Chuck is down there. He was he was going out at midnight last night and invited me out, and I said, "No, you know what? I'll see you about about noon." And that works a little bit better uh, for me. But no, the Anilchik has been really good. The anchor has been kind of on the slow side. And then I jumped out with uh, Steve Smith, James's brother, who owns a fantastic lodge uh, down in uh, in Nilchik. And, uh, Captain he's all, Steve's lodge, a, uh, Captain Steve's fishing lodge, and we went down and chased uh, steamers over at uh, Sadie Cove out of uh, Homer uh, yesterday. So we got a, a couple of buckets of uh, big old uh, steamer clams, and um, those will be hitting the uh, fire, but. Weather's been really nice. We've seen a little bit of rain this week, um, and it's cooler than it normally is this time of uh, year, but uh, it's been great. And uh, it's, uh, you know what? I don't have to listen to the news every day. No, good. I'm just going to do my thing, and then then I wake up like, what the hell is going on down there? Don't even think about it. Hey, uh, how's the state (laughs) bird up there? What's the state bird? A mosquito. No, not bad. Um, they're, they not bad. Not bad. These my, things can pick my, up a small child like a golden eagle, folks. No, they don't pick them up. They just suck them dry. That's what I mean. <laughs> they got they got mosquitoes no. up there. But you know what? Once you get out on the water, they're gone. So what the heck? They're gone. No big deal. The mosquitoes have not been that bad. It's been, you know, with this cooler weather, it, it definitely helps. But, yeah, it does. You know, down in your neck of the woods... Uh, we, it sounds like everybody got back to a, to a work here. The Sausalito boats are going to be going uh, today. I hear there's a really good bite up the uh, the Marin Coast, uh, Rocky Point to Duxbury. Uh, yesterday, Rocky Point was the uh, hot spot with six packs uh, taking limits of fish and some huge, huge fish. I've heard fish to like 35 pounds in the past week. Well, they got some rough conditions out there, and the winds are blowing today. I think the number was 27 when Merlin and I worked on it earlier today. So you're looking at a 27 going to about a 35 later on. Lovely. Yeah, so it's really whipped up out there right now. Open up the fishing, the wind blows. But that's okay because we discussed this with Merlin. You know what happens when the cold water blows in and the water gets off color? Everything gets dialed in after a few days of calm and the fish bite. That's exactly what's going to happen. So we really promoted that. Um, I saw guys down in Half Moon Bay are doing pretty good on salmon too. Yeah, they're getting fish right uh, directly outside of the uh, the, uh, harbor. There's a second bite up off of uh, Pedro Point. So we're seeing a lot of bait, a lot of anchovies right on the the beach, and that's going to help hold those fish and bring those fish in from uh, from offshore. The you know uh, the fish are out feeding on uh, on krill offshore, mainly anchovies in the uh, the uh, the nearshore waters. As we work towards uh, July and August, we're going to see that beach bite just you know steadily increase. And uh, my understanding is out of um, out of out of uh, Bodega Bay, the commercial fleet earlier in the week. Saw uh, some pretty good numbers up off of Fort Ross between 50 and 100 fish out in uh, 50 fathoms. So I'm sure that uh, once the winds uh, lay down, Merlin's going to be uh, be getting out there. And 
unfortunately, Seth, you know, I was scheduled to be flying home tonight, and um, I don't know, my chi- my ticket got changed somehow, and now I'm not coming home until Tuesday. I really hate you now. Yeah, yeah it just I was looking like why. Why should I come home now? So I'm going to stay just there. I don't know, wife, children, house, things like that. But, uh, you know. I don't know. Well, I, the, the, the children are all grown. The wife has just gotten meaner. So I, I figured I would stay up here. You know, I have I have stuff to do around the house up here, Subs. It's, uh, it's really important. Um, Mike, that's what I tell Mike, my save, wife. All, save all that for your wife. I know how it works. We get up, <laughs> we don't do a damn thing. We go fishing, we get razor clams, we eat all afternoon, then we drink a little bit, then we go, no, I'm going to go to bed early tonight. That's the way it works for us retired folks up there. Yeah, it's been, it's been great. And uh, another beautiful day uh, again t- today. Another cloud in the uh, sky and uh, Looking forward to uh, getting out and doing some salmon fishing here. But everyone should be thinking about salmon fishing down there. It's going to be game on here when these winds uh, lay down. Absolutely. And as we come into uh, the, the peak of the season, July, August, September, uh, we're seeing some really big fish, and it looks like it's going to be a really good season. The best is yet to come, no question about it. I'll call your wife and tell her that somehow your ticket got changed and you have to stay another three or four days. Can you there. go by and mow my lawn for me? No. No, that's because I hate you, and I don't want to help you at all whenever you're in Alaska. Mike Gogney with USAFishing.com. We don't talk to him anymore today. Take care, my friend, and thanks for checking in with us. We appreciate it. Thanks, guys. Mike Ogney, USAFishing.com, the hot sheet, all that good stuff. He and Mr. Hurley make it happen and made it happen. You know how it works. There's a whole other hour going to be coming up here in just a minute, and I want to tell you all about our 24 years. Well, 23 years. We're starting 24 today so we're well into it and we've got a lot more coming up in this second hour kick back go get yourself a cup of coffee and get ready for more right after this it's not over yet stick around for more fishing hunting and outdoor action in the second hour of the award-winning california sportsman with sepp hendrickson Coming up next. I'm Bill Carr, editor of Western Outdoor News, and I'm asking for a moment of your time. Western Outdoor News has been around for 57 years and covers most every lake, river, and ocean port that you want to fish and all the hunting opportunities as they're going on every week with up-to-date, accurate hunting and fishing information from the field. But more than that, we keep sportsmen and women advised of what's going on politically about things that impact your life, sports, and your children's outdoor future. Be aware of what's happening in the outdoors. Stay on top of issues and get involved. Experience the rich hunting and fishing heritage we all enjoy. I'm asking you to join the fight and subscribe at a very special rate of $34.95 for 52 issues, less than $1 a copy. Call 1-800-290-2929 between 5 a.m. and 5 p.m. weekdays and mention the code words California Special or go online to onenews.com, W-O-N-E-W-S.com and click the subscribe link. That's onenews.com or call 1-800-290-2929 weekdays and tell them you want the California California special. We're all in this together, and your support and help is appreciated. 
Quail Point Hunt Club offers sportsmen affordable upland game bird hunts starting at only $80. For pheasant, quail, and checker on 2,000 acres of natural cover in the rolling hills near Zamora. And their new and challenging sporting clays course is one of the finest in the state. Hone your shooting skills, enjoy the day hunting the field, or start your dog on a training program. Located only 30 minutes from Sacramento and one hour from the Bay Area, Quail Point Hunt Club and Olive Hill Kennels offer California sportsmen the best in upland shooting sports. Check them out on the web at quailpoint.com. Now, here's owner David Martin. Good morning, sportsman. Summer is right around the corner. Now is the time to come up with a plan for training your dog, whether it's upland game, waterfowl, working on something specific, working on retrieve, building up bird drive, obedience, or puppy training. Call Olive Hill Kennels to line up a lesson, and we can work with your dog in the field and come up with a game plan together that works for you and your family. We are doing lessons Tuesdays through Saturdays from 8 to noon. Give us a call with any questions or to line up a lesson at 530-735-6217 or check us out at olivefieldkennels.com. One of the top six-pack operators in the Bay Area is Captain Steve Mitchell of Hooked Up Sport Fishing. Captain Steve's 27-foot top gun is a fishing machine loaded with all the amenities for your enjoyment, comfort, and safety. And with over 15 years of experience, Captain Steve is ready when you are. Docked in Berkeley and Martinez Marinas seasonally. Hooked Up specializes in sturgeon and ocean salmon fishing. But the top gun also fishes year-round for halibut, stripers, shark, albacore, and rock cod. If it bites, we fish for Fish with the best. Captain Steve Mitchell of Hooked Up Sport Fishing. Call and book your trips at 707-655-6736. Or check the website at hookedupsportfishing.com. Isn't it time you got hooked up? And now it's time for the second hour. And more of the award-winning California Sportsman with Seth Hendrickson. Hey, welcome back to our second hour. Here's what we've got cooking for the second hour. We've got Tony Zapolvida opening day of salmon fishing up in the Eureka area. We're going to climb on board with him and find out if it's a little windy up there or not in just one minute. Troy Barr is going to be talking about Lake Berryessa. His client yesterday was Captain Mike Gravert with Intimidator Sport Fishing and his wife. He's live in the studio with us. He'll get involved in that discussion, too. And Steve Carson, our own senior tuna, joins us. He had a Cal Dawn trip this week with his Penn Fishing University. He'll tell you all about that and an upcoming trip that he's got on the Shogun. And we're head to the Eastern Sierras for a quick interview with Richard Burton, retired from Honda Marine. He's out there enjoying the whole family for their own version of opening day in the Eastern Sierras because he missed out on it uh, with the opener being canceled this year. And they are spanking fish. We've already posted some to the California Sportsman Facebook page if you'd like to see what they're doing. Zach Medina hooks up with us. He was going to be sturgeon fishing today, but I hear there's a little breeze out in the Delta. He's going to be moving his operation over for King Salmon Fishing, and he's got a new slip he's going to tell you about where he's parking his boat. And it's a pretty good parking space. And J.D. Ritchie hooks up with us from Lake Tahoe. And James Nutzel's got Stampede Reservoir Kokanee action. So let's waste no time whatsoever. Let's go to Eureka, where today is the opener of King Salmon Fishing, and find out if they can make it out today. We're hooking up right now with Tony Sepulveda with Greenwater Fishing. Good morning, Captain. Morning, guys. How you doing? Well, it sounds like you're out there, my friend. What kind of conditions have you got today? Wow, we got a beautiful buttery flat ocean here. Sun shining and not a ripple on the water here this morning. And uh, I'm out here with just about 150 of my closest friends here. 
we got boats running everywhere here this morning. I'm sure the boats are at least six feet apart, right? Yeah, they're six feet apart. We got enough room for that up here on the north coast. But uh, no, it's cool to see this much uh, this much attention out here this morning. It's uh, it's all lined up nice. Good flat ocean, and uh, a big thanks to the. Uh, the Northern California Guys Sportsman's Association and James Stone and uh, all the work those guys do to get us a season up here in the climate management zone. It's uh, a lot of people going fishing today. Well, it's it's just great to see and it's great to hear because uh, all these delays that we've had with the coronavirus and everything else going on, just to know that they have the opportunity to get out there. California kind of put a blanket on everybody going outdoors and going fishing compared to many other states. But that's all behind us now. It's open. You can get out there. And how did you end up with perfect conditions out there when the San Francisco and Bodega Bay and everything is blowing like 20 miles an hour today going to 30? They have a very different ocean up here today. But that's the way it goes. A lot of times it's crummy up here and nice down there. But, uh, yeah. Couldn't be any more uh, any more beautiful here this morning. So everybody's just kind of getting in position here, and uh, lines are just starting to hit the water here. I haven't heard of much happening yet, but uh, I'm sure it won't be long. Most boats are still kind of running around looking here. I know there were some preseason reports of salmon jumping around and incidentals getting caught, so I think it's going to be good. Well, the in- those incidentals being caught and the information that you receive is just vital ahead of the openers like this. So I'm sure you've got all the information you need to know exactly where to be out there. Tony, how's your other rockfish, ling cod, and everything else going, too? Oh, it's been great. I've been running up, uh, running north, fishing up off of Oric, uh, north of Trinidad there. And uh, it's been been awesome bottom fishing. Uh, limits of rockfish, ling cod, all kinds of big, beautiful colored rockfish. And now it looks like the next week we're going to have some nice flat ocean. And uh, so we're going to be back down to the Lost Coast doing that whole thing and yeah, most people have heard some of the rumors about how good that place is, and uh, well, it's all true. It's we'll like be catching some big lingcod, Pacific halibut, all kinds of big rockfish. So monsters, we got a lot going on. They are monsters down there, folks. If you'd like to get out on the water and a quality experience, green water fishing is waiting to take you out. But I guarantee you, with these shorter loads that everybody's got, you're going to need to make your reservations. Whether you're going now or whether you want to go in August, you better make reservations with these guys right now. These are the top guides in the state with some of the best equipment that's available to man out there. And these guys will be the first ones booked. So please make sure you get an opportunity to get on board with them and have a quality fishing experience. Tony, give them all the hookup information they need to find out more and to get on board with you. Yeah, I'm never one for the hard sell. But, uh, yeah, if you want to get up here and do this, now is the time to get a hold of me. Uh, I think I've got four open days in June, and I have three open days in July. So we're we're coming up on uh, on pretty locked up here. Uh, then August has a little bit more room. But now's the time to get a hold of me, 707-845-9588. Website to check out if you want to see what's going on is EurekaFishing.net. There you have it, folks, from one of the best in the West, Tony Zapolvita with Greenwater Fishing. Give him that number one more time, Tony. 707-845-9588. If you have the opportunity, send me a text or a couple of photos before the end of the show if you get some hookups. Sounds good. We'll do it. All right, Tony, thanks a lot. Have a great day on the water, and I hope your clients go home with big smiles today. We'll talk to you soon. All right. You can tell there's a little time delay there. We're going to take a quick break right now. When we come back, Kent's going to announce the owner of Gun Owners of California, Lucky Winter. And then Troy Barr and Mike Graver tell us all about kokanee fishing at Berryessa. Where, when, how, what color, how deep, all that good stuff right after this quick break. 
Some guides take you fishing, but very few guides take you to where the fishing is peeing at the best time of year. He's a beast. Bring him in. Steve Huber's guide service does just that. This year, Steve plans to fish the rivers that give his clients the best chance to catch salmon and steelhead. Rivers like the Chetco and its special permit zone, the Smith, Trinity, Klamath, and the Eel, just to name a few. And with Steve's new coastal operation, he'll be fishing out of Crescent City and Brookings for salmon, rockfish, and lingcod. Look at that monster. <laughs> when it's time to go fishing, make sure you're heading where they're biting. With Steve Huber's Guide Service, professionalism at its best. Give them a call for more information at 866-531-FISH. And check them out on the web at stevehuberguideservice.com. Hi, this is Seth to tell you about my favorite car dealership and the reason why I won't go anyplace else for a new or used vehicle or for service for that matter. It's the people, well-trained, knowledgeable employees, top-notch service department professionals, and the best pricing on new and used vehicles. Where? Only at Ron Duprat Ford, just off I-80 and next door to our friends at Gone Fishing Marine in Dixon. Don't get hung up in that big city shuffle. Head to Dixon and check out Ron Duprat Ford. You'll love that small town atmosphere with no hassles and no closers. I know, I sure do. Family owned and operated since 1956, it's one of the very few dealerships to receive the President's Award for excellence in customer service and sales. When it comes time for you to purchase a new vehicle or to solve a problem with one you've already got, go to the best. Ron Duprat Ford and Dixon, the number one Ford parts and service department in Northern California. It's where I go for all my needs, sales or service. Take the short drive from high prices. Check first with Ron Duprat Pratt Ford and Dixon. Find out more at rondupratford.com or call toll-free at 877-463-5436. Why would you buy any place else? If you're looking for the latest from Shimano, Fisherman's Warehouse stores are your Shimano headquarters for Northern California. With locations in Sacramento, Manteca, and Fairfield, Fisherman's Warehouse and their knowledgeable employees will help you make the right selections for all your angling needs. Thursday nights are seminar nights at all Fisherman Warehouse locations. Local experts and professional guides give seminars and demonstrations sharing tackle, techniques, locations, and tips to make novice and experienced anglers better prepared to hit the water. If you're looking for the latest from Shimano, you'll see it first at Fisherman's Warehouse. From Shimano's freshwater spinning and casting rods and reels to deep sea saltwater angling, Fisherman's Warehouse and Shimano have it all. And now, more California sportsmen with Sepp Hendrickson. Hey, Sepp, it is uh, it is time once again for the announcement of the winner, the Gun Owners of California, 52 Guns in 52 Weeks Raffle. And you know what? Last week, uh, we uh, kind of helped out a little bit in their effort to uh, get rid of some of their extra tickets. And uh, they, uh, they're they doing two for the price of one, and it helped them sell uh, quite a few tickets. So that was a, a good deal. It's still available this week, so you can uh, you can buy tickets for the remainder of the year. And if you buy one, they're going to give you one. Uh, give them a call, 916-984-1400, uh, or online at gunownersca.com. I know last week they had somebody manning the phone on Saturday morning. They probably do again this week as well. Winner number 23 of the 2020 Gun Owners of California, 52 Guns. 52 weeks raffle ticket, 1271. Louis Lim of Novato, California. That's not, that's, that's not me. I know, I know, but you <laughs> threw that one in just to trip me up a little bit. Uh, congratulations, you've got a Tika T3X stainless steel bolt action rifle and 270 Winchester. They're going to be giving you calls, so you have to do all the proper paperwork. Gun Owners California, their 45th year of fighting for your gun rights. 
Thank you, sir. No, you didn't win. Ah, but you sorry. did buy tickets. Yes, I did. I bought a few more, too. Yeah, there you go. And and I've got three guns in boxes and, that I've won. And if you missed that call, if you missed that number to call for the buy one, get an extra ticket, it's 916-984-1400. 986-1400, right? 916. Now you messed me all up. See, and I had it on the bottom of the pile. Read it again. 916-984-1400. And you said 986, and I knew you messed me up. It's 984-1400. I'm not even going to go there. Who's on first? I'm not here. Man, well, what's on fast. second? <laughs> Is he done yet? Man, he's fast. Wow. Hey, fast. You wanted me to get right through that gun owner's bit, right? <laughs> you I, shouldn't have derailed I, me. I'm just trying to build up enough courage to call Mark Blanton and say, hey, when might my boat be ready to go? Because I am chomping at the bits he, to get on very might, He might have it ready. You never know. Oh, we'll soon find out. Let's uh, hook Nothing up delivering with... a pizza to the rigging department won't take care of. So. Yeah, or a couple of pizzas to the rigging department. Let's go now to Mr. Troy Barr, Captain Troy Barr, who fishes as T-Roy's guide service up at Lake Berryessa. And also joining me live in the studio at exactly the same time is Mike Gravert from Intimidator Sport Fishing, Troy Barr's client on board yesterday. Good morning, Troy. How you doing? Morning, fellas. Morning, Mikey. I found your cup. Good morning, Troy. Thank you. <laughs> I uh, just wanted to know real quick, was Gravert able to get a kokanee to the boat, or did he rip the mouths out of most Come on, of them? Troy. Don't throw me under the Graver bus. Graver did fine. He did fine. <laughs> <laughs> You're supposed to throw him under the bus even if he did fine. I farmed a couple. But I'm, oh, everybody. He farmed a couple. I he farmed, farmed a couple. couple. I think his color should be green and yellow. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That would be nice to have the John Deere sponsorship of being the best farmer on the Delta. It's coming. How did, his sure. wife, how did his wife do out there, too? Probably a little bit better than he did. She listens, right? For sure. <laughs> That's exactly the way it works. Well, tell us about the action, Troy. What's going on out there, and what are they doing to get into them? Well, the action could be a little bit better. Uh, SID needs to put the cork in that dam, man. They've uh, pulled that sucker down, I don't know, about three to five feet in the last week or so, and it's uh, – Got the fish, you know, we're catching next year's fish plus this year's fish. It's kind of a 50-50 bite. We got into some smaller ones yesterday for uh, Graveridge trip, but we did catch maybe, you know, three that were decent. But, you know, we're fishing, you know, in 90 to 120 foot of water, fishing big dodgers, apexes, spinners, hoochies, you know, the whole nine yards in pinks, greens, oranges, purples. It all depends on what uh, time of the day it is. Speed and leader length are probably the two most important things out there when you're fishing. What are you doing? I'm always going 1.5 unless we're netting a fish at idle. But um, leader length on my hoochies and my spinners are always 8 to 10 inches, sometimes 6 inches. But my apexes are all 16 to 18 inches long. Yeah, they've got enough action on their own that they can dance around back there. And take care of business. Um, you know, one of the things that uh, guys don't talk about so much anymore, and we used to, is the scent and the corn and all that. What are you doing? I'm just using regular old tuna oil. I got a big sponsor with Potsky's. You know, we undo the Potsky's corn and dump it into a big container. Then I put my tuna oil on top of that and uh, use a lot of herring scent on my Dodgers. That new Potsky's fire gel is great. And it stays um, on there a long time too. That's nice. You betcha, man. Yeah, it'll 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 stay on for you know forty five minutes to an hour, and just keep looking at your Dodgers, see if there's any color on the back. No color. Put some more on and uh, thin it down. Mike, this isn't like going striper fishing out in the Delta, is it? What no. was your uh, it, what were your thoughts it, on kokanee it, fishing? It, it was way cool. Uh, 
a lot of work. These guys work hard. Uh, I would like to tell the listeners that that Troy is definitely on mark. Exactly what he said on the radio is exactly what he does on the water. So it's great to know that your staff that you use on the show is we do we do what we do. We we tell exactly how to catch these fish and. And Troy was spot on. That's exactly how we did it yesterday. And uh, I will say, though, man, uh, him and Andrew, they work through that gear. And uh, they're watching that fish finder. When it's at when there's a fish at 55, they work those uh, downriggers right to that 55. And they're constantly changing the rods all day long. They're changing the gear all day long to see what to see what color they want. You know, I just thought you guys just put pink and corn and that was it, you know. But uh, one of the other things of that a lot of us have learned in kokanee fishing – at Flaming Gorge, because you catch so many, is fresh scent makes a huge difference in your hookup rate. So every time you can bring it up, scent it some more, scent it some more, scent it some more, and keep it rotating. Marilyn and I did a test up there, and we caught like nine fish in a row on the same one with everything out identical. The only difference, it had fresh scent on it every time. So it's yep, kind of sure. it's kind of surprising. What areas of the lake are you working right now? And I gotta I'm ask: work- Is anybody going to the dam and looking at the ballpark and the mouth of Markley Cove? I just go right past it. I know this time of year for some reason. You know, I I usually start looking at it in late August, September. But we just you know we just haven't had a a reason a free time to go check it out. Yeah. Well, you know, Sonny Lampy and I, uh, 20 years ago, maybe, no, longer Uh, than that, 25, maybe 30 years ago, right there in the mouth, picking up three and a half and four pound Cokes, thinking we were snagged on the bottom. We were actually cutting our line to get it loose. Then we realized it's pulling back. So uh, they hang out down there, but I would imagine that's a later in the season opportunity. We got to look there to see if they hang out there still. The other thing that's really popular out there now, and the Seychelles are making it happen too, all over the place. Big crappie time, man. Guys, yeah, we've been we've been getting a little bit of crappie trolling lately. You know, they're they're just big black giants. I mean, they're they're size of a medium sized frying pan. Yeah, and some of them will go pound and a half. Some of them will even go bigger than that. And they've got black crappie and white crappie in the lake. So either way, they're the, one of the finest eating fish out there. And don't take your limit, folks, because you'll never eat them all. That just doesn't happen. Troy, action is going to continue up there into September, probably into early October as the fish get into full spawning mode. What is your interpretation based on the big fish that you're catching right now? What size are you going to have towards the end of the season as they go into pre-spawn? Our big fish so far was uh, the trip before Graver. It's 18 and a quarter. So that fish probably go, I don't know, when they quit eating in August. Uh, you know, 21, 22 inches is my guess probably. Yeah, I think you're probably pretty accurate with that. 21, 21 and a half, maybe up to 22. It's a prolific late with a lot of fish in it. If Graver can get one to the boat. It almost says that anybody can. I remember my niece lost about eight in a row out there one day. She was in tears. So was I. They're firecrackers, man. They jump out of the water and tail walk. And the nice thing about it guys. is the bigger they are, the more they stay on the hook because right. they're tougher. You know, right. those sure. super young yeah. ones will rip off yeah. every now and then. Well, Troy, let's give them all the hookup information they need to get a trip booked with you out there. I know you don't fish on weekends because you don't need to, but you sure got all the week available to take people out. I got four days left in June, guys. Uh, let's try and get those filled up, and we'll start booking the couple handfuls we have left for uh, July. But it's uh, 
372-7599, and it's fishtroys.com. Hey, I got a couple of things for me sitting over in the shop. Give me a shout one day when you're driving around. All right, man. Troy Thanks Barr again, Troy. with T-Roy's Guide Service took Mike Graver from Intimidator Sport Fishing out, and they had a good time together. Thank you, Troy. Have a great one, and we appreciate you sharing with our listeners. Thanks, guys. Bye-bye. All right, we're going to take a quick break right now. When we come back from that, it's Steve Carson, our own senior tuna. They're hooking him up on the lines right now. We'll be right back. Amsoil makes top quality synthetic lubricants for your car, truck, motorcycle, boat, four-wheeler, snowmobile, lawnmower, and anything else with an engine. Amsoil lubricants are designed to help your equipment run at peak efficiency and last longer. Join the millions of proud Amsoil users and experience the difference and performance of synthetic lubricants. Amsoil products are warranty secure, keeping your factory warranties intact. They are high-performance replacements for vehicle or equipment manufacturer-branded products. Amsoil protects other equipment, too. Bulletproof protection for your ATV, side-by-side, UTV, outboard motors, and even your firearms. Switch to Amsoil Synthetics for all your vehicle and equipment lubricants. To review the complete line of Amsoil products and to find out more or to order direct, check out www.kellyoil.com. Your independent Amsoil dealer in our area is Brian and Patty Kelly. Call them today at 800-916-4181. Except no substitutes. Amsoil, the first in synthetics. Kellyoil.com. Since 1952, Scotty has been recognized for product excellence, and their entire line of downriggers and accessories is unmatched in performance and dependability. With full-size and compact models available for both freshwater and saltwater, Scotty has downrigger for every on-the-water need. Scotty Downriggers, isn't it time you joined the Scotty team? Since 1970, Manteca Trailer and Motorhome has specialized in great pricing and value with personal attention and service excellence. You'll be amazed by the huge selection of new and used RVs from campers, trailers, luxury coaches, and motorhomes from multiple manufacturers. With over $18 million in inventory and over 500 RVs on sale, there's a lot to choose from. Manteca Trailer and Motorhome, located across the street from Fisherman's Warehouse on Highway 120. Manteca Trailer, home annually to the huge Costa's Wild Game Feed, where sportsmen from all over the West come together at the biggest wild game feed around. Check us out on the internet at Manteca AntiquaTrailer.com, or better yet, stop by and take a look. And with lowest price guaranteed on new units, there's no need to look any further. And we're not the biggest, we're the nicest. The Bob Davis people at Manteca Trailer and Motorhome. Manteca! It's time for Pure Fishing's Pro Staff Tip of the Week. Brought to you by Berkeley, Penn, Abu Garcia, and Shakespeare. Manufacturers of the finest in fishing tackle and related products. Turn up the volume and listen close. We're sharing tips, techniques, latest innovations, the newest products, and legendary fish catching tactics from cold water, warm water, and salt water pros. They'll tell you how they did it with a little help from their friends at Berkeley, Penn, Abu Garcia, and Shakespeare. All you have to do is pay attention and then go fishing. And joining us in the Pure Fishing Pro Staff Tip of the Week, the man himself, the director of Penn Fishing University, is our own senior tuna, Mr. Steve Carson. Good morning, tuna. Good morning, Sep, and slightly less socially distant greetings to all. Oh, are they loosening things up in San Diego? If you're a fisherman, they opened you some get... lakes up, I read. 
Yeah. Well, yeah, they, they opened actually a lot of lakes up uh, in theory. I mean, it's going to be sort of a tiered type of thing. There's going to be over the next, between now and Fourth of July weekend, they're going to be opening more and more lakes up. And I, I, I'm pretty sure Kent knows this. Uh, the city of San Diego really never liked having the lakes open for recreational use. I mean, they're, they're drinking water reservoirs. That's all they really wanted to have them be. And uh, let's just say there might have been some, some taking advantage of the current situation to go, oh, okay, we'll just shut the lakes down for the emergency and we'll never open them again. <laughs> but uh, uh, a lot of pressure from the public uh, means that uh, – Bass fishing will go on in San Diego, and uh, maybe more immediately, there's finally been a little bit of motion on opening up the landings and letting the party and charter boats go out. Uh, That's that's a pretty big deal. Uh, Some of the boats are going to be running as early as next Friday, and and beyond. Uh, You know, everybody's got to turn in a a health plan, which will be probably pretty similar to what James Smith on the California Dawn and some of the other Northern California boats have been been doing in terms of everybody wearing a mask, uh, having um, uh, hand sanitizer readily available. Oh, yeah, sanitization uh, all over the boat every oh, couple yeah. hours. They do it all. And I've got little, a l- little, I've... little marks on the rail, you name it. Absolutely, and they're doing a good job of keeping them distanced properly also. Well, Steve, you just had one of your trips. You had a pen fishing university out with our friend James Smith on the Cal Don. Tell us about the results of that trip. Well, the results were spectacular. Uh, we had a new and improved, in terms of uh, rail space, load of 16 anglers. That's going to be kind of a more of a standard number of people. And we had basically limits of striped bass and just three fish short of limits on halibut. Uh, very, very, very good fishing. That's almost a five-fish-a-person average, just a just a smidgen under five-fish-a-person. And uh, good, you know, no, no giants, but, but good quality fish. I think the jackpot-winning halibut was 21 pounds. And, you know, a great time was had by all. The only thing that was surprising to me probably shouldn't have been surprising. I, I guess I just wasn't thinking properly was every spot we went to, it was as if it was the the busiest holiday of the year, 4th of July weekend or whatever. Every spot had 10 times more boats than it ordinarily would have. Everybody wants to go fishing, except, exactly. the, except the governor during that period of time, apparently. Well, and then there was also another interesting thing that was happening out there that I, I imagine that the uh, the San Diego boats are going to have to emulate to a, to a degree, which regards the galley operation. Yes. Rather than everybody going in and sit down in the galley, what you had to do is you go in, you place your order, and you get out of the and then leave, get out of the galley, and when your order was ready, they would bring it right out to you. Chef Laurie was uh, was very gracious, and she was. You know, wearing a face mask, et cetera, et cetera. It was actually pretty cool. So, uh, you know, slight difference in, you know, sort of the small details of operation. But bottom line, after this this latest round of things opens up, the very last ones are going to be the, the multi-day boats in San Diego. I, I believe it was the 
14th. I can't remember now without looking. I wrote it down and then lost it. Uh, that's going to be kind of the last thing that was going to re- be reopened. And uh, so we're happy. Well, I, Fishing's good. Fishing's I'm, good, to say the least. There's already been the, the, the mythical, it's not mythical, the barrier has been broached on private boats this week. There's been two bluefin tuna in U.S. waters caught over 300 pounds. Well, it makes it nothing but exciting. And uh, real quick, I know you've got another show gun trip coming up here. What's that in the end of the month? Uh, yeah, well, yeah, we may be the the first trip of the sh- that the show gun gets off the dock. That's going to be leaving on June the nineteenth. It's an eight dayer, and uh, we're really looking forward to it. I'm putting you know the demo rigs together, putting the prizes together. Uh, most importantly, uh, that's going to be another new rule. Forgot to add that one. Not, it's not such a big deal in uh, the Bay Area, but it's a huge in San Diego uh, on the overnight boats. You are going to have to bring your own pillow, pillowcase, blanket, and or sleeping bag. The boats will no longer be providing bedding. You're going to have to bring your own. One more new rule, but uh, it's a small sacrifice to make. Absolutely, to get out there and have some fun. Steve Carson, Senior Tuna, the Director of Penn Fishing University. Thanks for hooking up with us, Steve. Take a, take a good weekend off and have a great trip on the Shogun at the end of the month. Thanks. All right, take care. You know, it's been uh, busy, busy times this year. Mr. Carson's been busy. We've all been running around very busy. And uh, my good friend Richard Burton that retired from Honda Marine is sitting on his butt wondering what to do. Now he's out goofing off, having a good time. We have pictures on the California Sportsman Facebook page to prove it, Seth. And bringing him up right now, live, what lake are you at, Richard? I'm a little busy right now. (laughs) We're we're on June. Thank you. They're on June Lake right now, obviously catching fish. His son Richie's there. The whole family's there. Wife, daughter, grandkids. I think they got about 37 people there. Tell us about what's going on at the lake this morning, Richard. You know, it's great. Uh, We started out with a bang, and then dropped off just a little bit, but it's picking up again. Uh, Richie just got a beautiful fish. Uh, I think I sent you a picture on it. And then we had, uh, we had, uh, I'm trying to get this fish off the deal. Uh, <laughs> we we won't talk about the two that got away. Were they big? Uh, were they big ones they that were, got away? They absolutely were. No, oh, jeez. Uh, the main thing anyway, is you're... Uh, the uh, people, Andrew at Silver Lake graciously, graciously refunded your... Uh, your uh, space rent. Oh, well, that was nice of him. I'm sure he didn't have any trouble renting it. I was supposed to meet Richard out there on Monday, but with everything going on in our neck of the woods, we were just more comfortable staying home. So let him have his whole family to himself. Productive fishing, just like you predicted. It is. Richie and uh, Chuck and and, uh, Gals and Robbie were out yesterday, both on Silver and on June, and caught a lot of fish. Um, You know, there's not one protest over here. There was almost one. Because Silver Lake wasn't serving biscuits and gravy. <laughs> we almost held a protest for that. Yeah, well, I'd be real careful in the Eastern Sierras about protesting anything. Don't get the don't get in the way of delayed trout fishermen for an opener. That's for sure. Right, right. Uh, boy, the wind blew last night, and it's it's a little brisky here this morning. But uh, the uh, let's talk about the elephant in the room. Twenty three years on the radio. Goddamn, I can I can remember when you told me you were going to start a show. And I thought, well, this boy from Oklahoma, he can probably gab for an hour. And then you said you're going to go to two hours, and I said, well, you can't do that. 
and you could probably do three hours. Yeah, we probably could. We probably could, but I'd like to save that third hour for Mr. Brown and the bass action guys. That's for sure. You know, Richard, uh, you were there. You were there from the start when we first got this thing rolling, and uh, you know what we've been through doing this, and you know how much fun we're having doing it. And you'll be one of my guests here in the studio, uh, checking in, just like Mr. Graver's doing with me here pretty soon too. But the cool thing is, you finally got over to the Eastern Sierras, even though you're having this belated opening day. Yeah, and you know, there's a lot of the same atmosphere over here. Uh, everybody's excited. Everybody's out. I mean, there's not a space available anywhere. I've never seen so many people on the banks fishing as I am right now. Well, yesterday uh, when we talked, you were at uh, June Lake, and you said you're looking down towards the shoreline. You have never seen so many people there. And I'm just glad to hear that they're out there, to be honest with you. I'm glad to see that they are doing what they want to do, and they're having the opportunity to get out and let their hair down a little bit. They are. But again, uh, my family wants to thank you for everything you do. And uh, 23 years on the radio, Kent, you're doing a hell of a job. <laughs> yeah, somebody has to watch him. Well, Richard Burton has been there since day one for us. He was there for us with Honda Marine. He was there for us with Gregor Boats, with all the great companies out there that he's worked with. And we appreciate it. And it's so damn windy, I'm going to have to get rid of you right now, Richard. So enjoy the family. Have a great day on the water. And thank you for being a good friend. We will. You guys take care. All right. It's windy out there, but they're having some fun, no doubt about it. Would you like to be out there in that wind? Kim? No. No, neither would I. No. Uh, Graver? I was just going to say, is, is that what I sound like every Saturday with that wind blowing? Sometimes. 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 I, I, do, yeah. I was always like, can you get out of the wind? I'm like. Really? Like, really? is it really that bad? Yeah. Look, I'm yeah, calling you gotta, in. Yeah, you got to get below the windshield, most definitely. The first oh, thing I thought when I walked bad. out this morning, and you could just it, it had that that June cold to it, you know. And I went, ooh, it'll be an ugly morning at the Delta. It'll be nice about eleven, but it'll be an ugly. Yeah, eleven one. Eleven one. Yeah. When we get off the water, <laughs> yeah, it stops blowing. It'll be an ugly. Right. It's gonna be an ugly little morning down there. Huh. The eleven o'clock. I'll be sitting in my chair. My eyes will be half closed. Huh. You guys have for the last two hours. Well, let's see what we got. We got That's Zach only here. if the lines aren't long at Walmart. <laughs> here's here's another guy that was planning on going out today. Mike, check what's the wind like out in your neck of the woods today. Uh, okay, He's, I'll, I'll give Mike's got all these fancy do. programs and gotta apps have your on apps, his phone. got to have your apps. So let's go right now to Gate Crashers Fishing Adventures. Captain Zach Medinas and find out why... He's not out chasing sturgeon today. My guess might be a light breeze blowing in the Delta. Let's find out. Good morning, Captain. Good morning, guys. How are you? little breeze out there today? Uh, there's a whole lot of breeze out here today. Uh, I was looking at it last night, and, you know, all fishermen are so optimistic, and I'm looking at it going, okay, it's not going to hit till about noon. We'll have incoming tide, wind from the west, but even with all that going for us, it turned up the fan a little bit overnight and i'm like nah this is just not not doing any justice to my clients bringing them out in this kind of weather so we rescheduled that's probably a good thing what's it blowing it's uh blowing 22 and 23 at grizzly this morning zach right now that's yeah and it's looking a lot bigger than that too right i'm sure it is yeah it's got to be uncomfortable when you get circumstances like that with wind waves everything coming different directions and big tides all at the same time Zach, this was supposed to be your last sturgeon trip for the season, and you're going to be making the big move. I am going to be making the big move. Yeah. I'm going to be leaving them biting over in the Delta and heading over to Fisherman's Wharf this year. That's right, and I uh, did not say a word earlier, but why don't you tell them about the new parking place? 
Yeah, we're really excited to be part of uh, San Francisco's rich tradition of fishing. And we're going to be right there on uh, Pier 45, right next to some of the best fishermen that we have out in our system. And, you know, just minutes from the bait, just minutes from the Golden Gate, and literally right on the ground. So it just makes sense all the way around, and we're super excited. Well, it's a great location. You sent me a couple of photos and some videos of it. You're going to be right there on the main promenade. What better location? I can just see you standing there right now as those guys come drifting by down. How much does it cost to go out? And you, of course, would hook them <laughs> with a rope and drag them on board, I'm sure. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We'll get Virginia dancing on the deck and <laughs> come on out. Let's go fishing. Yeah, now we're looking forward to it. Can't wait for the new spot. I, I'm thinking that. Maybe Zach should be dancing on the deck or something. A whole lot cuter than Gravert. I'll promise you that if you get Virginia instead of Gravert down yeah, there. That, that's a true one. True. You know, the sturgeon fishing out there, you guys have proven that it's a year-round event nowadays. If you've got the skills and you have the understanding of the tides, the currents, the electronics that are on board your boat. But that's a different story with your salmon as you target those species heading out the gate. You've got a lot of benefits, but uh, they've got to be there for you, don't they? Well, it's always like that with fishing, you know. It's uh, none of us are or can wave a magic wand and make stuff uh, appear that's not there. But yeah, the sturgeon thing was really good to us. I mean, our last trip we had four slot fish, and uh, we got lucky and got to see one of those big fish that are you know around 100 inch class fish. I mean, just a gorgeous animal. Um, yeah, and getting to salmon fishing, you know, it's just run out the gate, man. Look for the bait. Uh, look for life. You know, I love that expression. People are like, oh, let's go in that area right there. There's just a lot of life there. And, you know, it's all kind of connected, you know, birds, bait, you know, you got whales. I always love to see a few porpoise in the mix. And um, once you see that, I don't care what the rest of the guys are doing. If I see that, I'm dropping my gear and I'll give it a half an hour. And most of the time it pays off. That's what it's all about. When you have a an experienced captain like Zach Medinas out there, he's reading the water, he's reading the birds, he's reading the animals, he's reading the fish, he's also reading the tides, the wind, and everything else. And that's what means fish on over the side of the boat and on over the rail and into the box. Zach, give them all the hookup information they're going to need because once you're on Fisherman's Wharf, you're going to be a busy camper. <laughs> yeah, no, it's, uh, get a hold of us at, uh, you can go online and find us that way at gatecrasherfishing.com, our social media, Gatecrasher Fishing Adventures, Instagram and Facebook, or, you know, call me up. I, I answer my phone to anyone who calls and, uh, let's get you on the books. Let's go have a great time. Well, folks, you will have a great time. Quality experience, quality guide. Have you got those videos up on your Facebook page yet? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I put that big monster up there. What did you see that thing? It was like a big gorilla. Get on over and check it out on his Facebook page, folks. Zach, real quick, give him the website and the phone number. Yeah, once again, it's uh, gatecrasherfishing.com, and you can get a hold of us at 925-497-7171. Thanks, bud. You have a great day, and we'll talk to you again real soon. You bet. Be safe. Count on it. Hey, it's about time for Maryland, and get a clue, isn't it? Get a clue. 
Get a Clue is brought to you by Guns, Fishing, and Other Stuff in Vacaville, your one-stop destination for everything for the great outdoors. The next time you're heading along the Highway 80 corridor, either west to the bay for stripers, sturgeon, or halibut, or east to your favorite lake or place to hunt, stop by the number one fishing and hunting destination just off the freeway, Guns, Fishing, and Other Stuff in Vacaville. Whether you're looking for firearms, ammunition, scopes, binoculars, or the latest rods and reels from the top manufacturers, tackle, fishing gear, or bait, you can be sure that guns, fishing, and other stuff will have it in stock. And now, here's today's Get a Clue. Hi, this is Marilyn. Hey, are you among the many waiting for that final all-clear signal and ready to go fishing? There's more flexibility this week, and it looks like a major recovery in our sport is taking place. License sales have increased, and so has activity. People do go fishing. Bait, tackle, fishing line, and rods and reels are hot items in the stores. Remember, guides and retailers have taken a major hit, so the more we promote fishing, the better it gets. We're all anxious to get outdoors and do something, including the kids. Be part of the recovery and do your best to help the cause. Fishing offers great health benefits, so get out there and enjoy. Many species are available, so go get some. Get a clue. Hopefully you continue to be safe and well. Till next week. You've driven past it for the last time. Now discover California's sportsman store that has it all at the right price. Guns, fishing, and other stuff in Vacaville. The first floor is dedicated to fishing and hunting gear, attire, and ammunition. But upstairs, it's a shooter's dream come true. With all the top shotguns, rifles, pistols, gear, and accessories you'll ever need, including an indoor shooting range to hone your skills. Make guns, fishing, and other stuff your outdoors destination of choice. Just off Highway 80 at the Alamo exit in Vacaville. Stop by soon or check them out on the web at gunsfishing.com. Get a clue. Whether chasing salmon or steelhead in rivers, kings along the coast, tossing baits for bass, or trolling for trout in a favorite lake, the hot sheet keeps you on top of the action. The USAFishing.com hot sheet contains a roundup of hot fishing opportunities in NorCal. Plan trips in confidence, get weather summaries, marine forecasts, and accurate reports full of helpful tips, tactics, and GPS coordinates from top guides and captains. It's today's information today. Get a free trial or subscribe at USAFishing.com. Fishing.com. Founded in 1958, Daiwa is considered to be one of the best rod and reel manufacturers in the world. And Fisherman's Warehouse Mega Stores stock the entire line of Daiwa products. That's why seasoned anglers select Daiwa's popular precision casting reels with and without built-in line counters. The Lexa 100 is perfect for trout and salmon trollers. And the Lexa 300 is top choice when trolling stripers and other large game fish. Whether trolling for your favorite game fish or searching the depths for your next trophy catch... Daiwa has the perfect reel. See the entire lineup from Daiwa at all Fisherman's Warehouse Mega Stores in Sacramento, Manteca, and Fairfield. Don't miss a single show. California Sportsman with Seth Hendrickson is now broadcasting live streaming audio at seps.com and ultimatebassradio.com. And all shows are archived there, too. So now you can listen to live or archived shows on the Internet or download them to your iPod or MP3 player for listening whenever and wherever you want. Listen to us live on the Internet anywhere in the world with our new high-definition digital sound. California Sportsman, Saturday mornings from 6 to 8. Now there's no reason to miss a single show. And now, more California Sportsman with Seth Hendrickson. 
Hey, we're back, and I'm supposed to do something right now, and I know exactly what it is. I'm going to gather all of you up, and we're all going up to Lake Tahoe, and we're all going to check I out. I want to go. We're all going to check out J.D. Ritchie's brand new Are we going to go boat. up there and go fishing on J.D.'s new boat? Well, the last thing I sent him was a note that said, invite me, and he said, I will. Can we so go So I'm waiting, J.D. Yeah. Can we go to Emerald Bay, too? Well. <laughs> Let's go live to Tahoe, hook up with J.D. My friend, that is a beautiful boat. Tell our listeners what you've got. Uh, well, I don't have it yet, but uh, you that, have... that was just pictures of the window install. Um, i got to go to Oregon still. But it's a 26-foot River Wild with a big old cabin on it and uh unbelievable amount of deck space. It's got a 9-foot beam. It's a it's a big, roomy boat. So that's going to be going to be fun to get that. Um in the meantime, uh, you don't want to go anywhere near here. Uh, let me just read you something. Um, uh, winds 20 to 25, gusts to 45, waves 4 feet. That's today. <laughs> so your little aluminum boat probably wouldn't be a good idea out there today. Yeah, I, I uh, took the family out yesterday um, just trying to do a little shakedown before we start fishing here. And um, we went out at 10 o'clock and... You know, kid wanted to swim, and and we we're just hanging out in this flat calm, and and all of a sudden it just out of nowhere came up out of the southwest and uh, Lake Tahoe. Welcome to Tahoe, <laughs> oh, man. You're the we, one that uh, wanted to live there. Yeah. No, I no, it's all good, but it was uh, it was a grind coming home in the open boat. That's for sure. Oh, I can imagine so. that would have been a flat bottom version, probably too. Yeah, but I did, uh, while Coop was swimming at high noon, I got about a six-pound rainbow, so that was cool. Oh, nice, nice. But uh, You know, I hate you telling me stories about the rainbows and the browns that hang out in the shallows there. I've never fished them at Tahoe, but I've had every professional guide tell me I need to do that. It's always you get up there and say, oh, let's go get a max. Let's get some max. Because they're, they're, yeah, they're, a, lot, they're it, a lot of fun. They're good to look at, and I like to watch them swim back down again. You know, there's some really big green fish in that lake. Yeah, but nobody uh, really fishes. Really big green fish in that lake's up. I'll have to send you some pictures, uh, Kent, because I uh, <laughs> some cooking fillets. I hope. Uh, I, I I did did some of that this spring. But, uh, knocked the sides off them. <laughs> uh, yeah, with the with the uh, Vision One Ten. Yeah, yeah. No, I mean they're. they're I mean, like seven and eight pounders. Really? Yeah. That's some big bass up there. Guys, guys obviously don't know too much about they, that because they, they don't, don't see fish many it. bass boats working. They the don't, shallows. and they don't fish it, and they're limited in areas. But the, one of the biggest problems, it's so darn expensive to launch your boat up there just to go for it. Yeah, it is. And it's uh, there. there's a big program that, yeah, they want to go in and kill them again this year. So yeah. um, They'll never get them all, but we'll they do. Yeah. Uh, well, what happened was a few years ago, they went in and wiped them out, um, or so they thought. But like you say, they don't get them all. And uh, with the absence of largemouth, uh, guess what happened? The uh, the panfish exploded. <laughs> well, and guess who benefited from that? The the remaining few uh, largemouth, and uh, they're they're doing fine right now. Thank you very much. Right. Well, so, uh, not it, like there's a shortage of crawdads in Lake Tahoe for them to eat. <laughs> there's one under every rock. It's such a prolific body of water. And, you know, they, they have this keep Tahoe blue. You know, they don't want any runoff. They don't want anything in there. It's basically a dead lake. Yeah. It's just, it's not stagnant. It's just, it's alive and well, but it's just water sitting there. It isn't uh, a rich, nutrient-rich 
loaded with big fish and the fish grow at exceptional rates. You would think that could happen, and maybe it did happen at some point in Tahoe's existence, and it may happen again because things always change. But uh, for a lake that size to offer the fisheries that it has and for them to basically be untapped, because that's what's going on. There's so many fish in that huge lake that they there's just not – you can't put a herd on it, can you, J.D.? Well, uh, you know, I mean, I, I hesitate to say you can't just because uh, well, the guys drive. guys keeping all the big max will do that, but it it's such a it's such a prolific lake and there's it's such big area. I don't think you could ever fish the hell out of it and and make it. A yeah, bad it's fishery. um, it's especially with uh, stuff like the rainbows and browns. Uh, you know, if you can uh, let those things go. Um, that's that's definitely going to help because those are you know the state of california doesn't plant any any trout over here um nevada still plants rainbows of course they just started planting cutthroat uh they just did another plant recently and then they did one in the fall so that's that's the new focus and uh we'll we'll see how that goes but um i've been hearing uh, they they damped a bunch of smolts or small lahontan cutthroat on the uh by incline i guess last week or something and i've been seeing some pictures of uh stomach cavities of max with cutthroat in them yeah well this, what happens in fresh and salt water uh, is the same thing i guess you dump a bunch of small smolts in something's going to get devoured no question about yep. it well jd the attitude uh has got to be changing up there people can go out on the lake now and fish yeah you know you can't um you know you have to have your boat inspected of course and the inspection stations are only open by appointment only right now to, and you have to have a boat registered in the zip code up here. So, um, you know, if you're outside the area, don't bother coming with your boat because they're not going to let you on. And I asked them about that the other day, and they don't have a timeline for that. So we're still up in the air on that. But the, the casinos opened on June 4th, and, and town's starting to look a little more like town again. So, um, you know, it looks like most of the restaurants and the motels are opening up. So um, you guys can guide so you, now? Uh, it, yeah, that, that's kind of what they're saying. I mean, the Coast Guard and the Sheriff both said go ahead. So okay. I'm taking that as, yes. as a green light. I, you know, now that town's open, it was kind of a moot point prior to that because nobody, you know, there was a thousand dollar fine if anybody came up here. <laughs> so, um, uh, but now that welcome to talk up, yeah. Um, so we're going to take it, going to kind of ease into it probably this coming week and, um, yeah, you know, do the. I've got some of those uh, good day fishing anise sanitizer wipes, so we'll wipe everything down. And I'm going to keep it to um, groups of the same, you know, household. And we're going to try to do this uh, as safe as possible. And uh, you know, kind of, you know, being outside, I think is is definitely better than uh, you know, it's lower risk than a lot of other stuff. So got that right. Well, folks, get get your reservations made now. Get on up there and have a great day of fishing with JD. Give them all the hookup info real quick, JD. You got it. Uh, you can get a hold of me on the phone, 916-952-1554 or thesportfisher.com. All right, partner, you have a great one. Thanks for sharing with our listeners today. Take care. You got it. Thanks, guys. J.D. Ritchie up at Lake Tahoe. Beautiful place to live and freeze your butt off at the same time. $1,000 fine will save you three grand a week from staying. <laughs> Welcome That's to cheap. Tahoe. $1,000 fine if you show up. Yeah. Let's go now to the man himself from Tight Lines Guide Service. He's been fishing Stampede Reservoir the last few days, and today he's fishing breakfast on a 
plate on the couch is my guest, Captain James Nutzel, working hard this morning. Good morning, James. Good morning. Yeah, it, you got to be nuts if you're guy nuts. Hey, with this wind, I can imagine what stampedes like this morning. Just take a wild guess. What do you think the wind's blowing up? There? Well, as a matter of fact, Mister Graver, check out Stampede's wind for me, would you please? I I, I, I think Sean's up there today. Oh, he's got his hands full. What's it been like up there this last week? Uh, it wasn't great. the The full moon is is slowed the bite down a little bit, but we still. I mean, now I said it slowed the bite down hill. We still caught forty to fifty fish yesterday. Uh, now they are smaller for this time of year, and uh, I acknowledge that. But realize, uh, I wanted to let, let you guys know and let my listeners know it's not about me. It's not about that picture at the end of the day. My clients have fun. They have smiles on their faces. So it's not always about the size of the fish. So yes, there are a lot of small fish there uh, this year, but we are, are also got a couple up in the fourteen to fifteen inch range too. So it's, it's pretty good fishing, I think. You get a, you get a fifteen. Now, what in the world is that? You get a fifteen inch now. It's going to be seventeen inches, seventeen and a half. At the end of the season. Yeah, maybe. I don't think they're going to grow as fast this year, just because there's so many of them in the lake. Uh, the fish aren't quite as fast as they, as they typically are. But you know, uh, stranger things can happen, and maybe all maybe all these smaller fish will decide to bite next time or next year, and uh, we'll, we find a bigger a school of bigger fish. We just don't know. I don't know if you heard uh, me well, say earlier, uh, Ted Sanford back in the old days, before there was ever even a tight lines guide service, before Rick Kennedy, right? He would move from Stampede down to Boca when the fish were small at Stampede. He'd go to Boca and catch quite a few very nice fish there. He even took Marilyn yeah, I, and I down there a couple of times when we're getting 15s up at Stampede, and we were getting 18s down at Boca. So Boca's you, a little bit low right now, though. But, yeah, that, that usually is my little my low. I do. Listen to this. Little low. Beginning of the drought, four-wheel drive, guys, chains on, in the mud. That's how you launch. And you got that yeah, truck I, up the hill with a 100-foot rope tied to it, too, so you don't end up exactly. stuck forever. But those those days are over for me, and including the days of digging the snow out with the cannon oh, side man. planers on the launch ramp so you can get oh, traction wow. and get out of the lake. Well, oh, folks, crazy. James Netzel's got it wired for Stampede Reservoir and many of the other fisheries up in that neck of the woods. He's done with striper fishing. It's his time on Stampede. If you'd like to get out on the water and have some fun, I would highly recommend climbing on board with Tight Lines Guide Service. James, give them all the hookup they need. Yeah, you can reach me toll-free at 888-975-0990. And, oh, shoot, that's my phone number. The website is www.info at fishtightlines.com. And we're also going to be playing around at uh, Jackson Meadows a little bit, too. So we're going to move around a little this year. Oh, that'll be good to hear. I've never fished or even seen Jackson Meadows Reservoir. So I've never fished it either, but I figure I, it's a it's a good rainbow lake, So and it's really close by. My permit works there, so might as well give it a shot. Captain James Nutzel with Tidalize Geysers. As he says, give him a shot. I think you'd be yeah. happy with it. James, thanks for hooking up with us. We'll talk to you again real soon. All right, thank you. Bye-bye. Stampede Reservoir for Cokes. I wish I was on Bullard's Bar today. I'm going to try to take my strength and my gumption and get enough nerve to call Mark. <laughs> <laughs> Is my boat done yet? No, no I'm going to ask yeah. that. Have you started yet? Yeah, Just give like, him a call. To, like to get an idea. Give him a call. I intend Text to. Text him first. I, you know, I...
I got Scotty Downriggers arrived yesterday. The, yeah. The way they take care of uh, paying me for advertising. Yeah. And uh, I'm just so thrilled with the new ones. They're coming out of the factory with braid on them and everything, so you don't have to deal with a wire. No more of that electrolysis. No more hum in the water. Mm-hmm. Everything's coming out with the braid on it. What a wonderful way to do your downriggers. It's got two, 300 feet of 200-pound power, whatever power it's Power pro. Yeah. yeah. And I'll tell you what, folks. Huge difference in your trolling results when you don't have that hum in the water. Yep. So do yourself and a favor. And then you'll have your new Lorances rigged up on there, and you're going to have a new trolling motor. I mean, it's, I'm it's looking be forward. I'm looking forward to it. I really, truly I, am. You know what? You've had, like I, you, you've you had new boats. 20. And <laughs> at least. At least, yeah, I know. And, and, I mean, it's just kind of how it works. But you actually sound excited about this yeah, one. Yeah, So it's kind of cool. I am. It's, uh, yeah. It's the right boat. I got Grandpa's boat this time. No more fancy hard, hard top. You know, I got a rag top on this one so I can have it open when I want it. More accessibility right. and not feeling cooped up. So I'm I'm just really jazzed about it. I've reached a point where Barry S. is 15 minutes away from my driveway. Yeah. And it's the best kokanee fishery. It's going to have king salmon in it. It's got great rainbows, and it's got good crappie. If you want catfish, you can get them, too. Everything that I fish, can, everything that I eat, right there. And you can tow this boat with the corporate motorhome, so that's a good thing. And I know a place to park that motorhome yeah. over there at a friend's place. So exactly. it works so out really cool. If you also. have an opportunity, get up to Markley Cove, drop a dime, and go fishing. It's a beautiful place, a beautiful lake, and it's just sitting there waiting for you. And the guy's sitting in there with his finger getting ready to push a button and tell me like 15, 30 seconds. Mark, Mark Blanton, you better be expecting a call from Sepp. I'll think, text I think you, he Mark. This boat. I won't interrupt you. I'll just yeah. text you. I'm Mr. sure it's on the rigging list, Sepp. Mr. Brown, now that you're feeling a little better, are you going to get out? No, no, not for a few days, but Well, I know Mr. Gravert would like to get out. I just don't know where he's going to be getting out to. Michael, uh, what's your yet. next plan for fishing? No, I don't know yet. I texted James this morning. I think he's pretty busy, so I don't know yet. I don't know yet. There's the music in the background. I want to thank you all for listening. I want to thank you all for being there for 23 years with us. It's 24 starting today. We're working on it. I hope you'll join us again next week. Till then, this is Seb. Tidelines, everybody. We'd like to know what you'd like to hear on California Sportsman. Give us a call at 707-452-8595 or email us at sep at seps.com. And for information on fishing and hunting, guided trips, and more, visit us on the Internet at seps.com. And be sure to like us on Facebook and sign up for our weekly outdoor connection. California Sportsman is a production of Seps Outdoors Incorporated, leading the way in outdoor entertainment.